gentlemen to another Thursday night which of course you know what that means don't you that's right it's another time for the quiz arena live tonight we have two special guests two returning special guests in fact one being Cameron Dunn that's right the magical effects artist of makeup wizardry and our returning champ Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons please welcome them hello guys how you going Hi. Hey, Hello, Cameron. Hello, How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Oh, fantastic. Good. Good to see you're all revved and ready tonight. Uh, and how are you, Rian? I'm good, honey. I'm good. Oh, I uh, kind of wish I had a little bit more time to prepare, but otherwise I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I think we are all in a rush these times in these merry days. Um, but it's so good to see you here to another night. Uh, now, we have our curry over champ, Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons, who, of course, won our season one. Fantastically done. And she's got many different prizes to show off. I do believe I think you just got one of the prizes in the mail today. Is that right? I did, yeah. The uh, Psycho Killer game from Escape Tabletop Games. Oh, fantastic, so, yes. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, you'll be looking forward to that, I'm sure. You'll be having people over and... And oh like yeah, that. we're already plotting a games night as masks are no longer mandatory in Queensland as of today. Yay! Awesome. Oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Well, the, all of those parties can like you know start back up again. Uh, it, it, we also do have an escape room that we took place in on Halloween, and Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons was part of that. She was an essential member who uh, helped us and was the first, I think, to actually solve the crime. Um, you were the first one when I was yeah. watching it back, you sort of like named it. It was just like, yeah, he did it. And everyone's going, okay, <laughs> we're going to hold cautious at the moment, but you were right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and so, well, actually, um, I've got a couple of friends that went and did that same escape room that we did, and yeah. they came up with a completely different solution and got a cutscene. and apparently there are actually multiple endings to it. Really? So cool. I'm like, oh. I kind of feel like now I need to go back and play it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, there is that other one as well, the detention, which um, yeah. seems like a lot of fun, which I'd, I'd love to go back there. But we're hoping to do at, uh, around Christmas time. We have a, what am I calling it? The uh, Xmas Stravaganza, I think, at the moment. Or the Christmas Stravaganza. I'm not sure I didn't know if it was going to be too long. Um, but uh, we're hoping to do the, uh, what was it? the escape room of Expedition North Pole. Uh, that which, looks so good. Yeah, really Sander Klaus uh, is a microbiologist up there who has had uh, one of his organisms go awry, which sounds wrong in the way I just put it then. Like, you know, <laughs> but I'm hoping it's that mixture, that nice mixture of like the Santa Claus and the, um, the thing. 
Uh, well, I'm actually wondering if we're going to see that because um, I, I watched Dale playback too recently, and we had uh, one of those text messages from Felix who said he was going to the North Pole. Oh, yeah, so I'm wondering if he's actually going to make an appearance. Exactly, yeah. I'm hoping he does. Or maybe we'll find, uh, was it like, you know, a, a body that's strewn all open. Or this is just <laughs> me hoping. And you find, like, the key card. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <it's just me. laughs> but, um, Cameron, uh, we were talking, yep. uh, I think it was just only last week, about the um, fantastic effects that you do. And uh, the oh, knowledge, yes. <laughs> yes, that you have, I think would be essential in an escape room. So we're hoping to have you along as well. Because Piot was in that too. And so I think oh, yeah. you guys would just, you know, um, bounce off each other like no one's business. Uh, I, I get the feeling with us it would probably be that or just both of us just shouting things at the top of our lungs and just being completely incoherent. That's, yes, no, all the more to you. Speaking of which, I'm going to be uh, cracking up a little bit more of my picnic, which is uh, Sam Neill's oh. wine. Uh, I know no, I'm not meaning to show it. that off in that way. I'm just saying it's really quite nice. Um, but uh, yes, we'll, we'll do a couple of shout-outs to the people out there as well. We've got uh, Warren Money saying good evening. We've got Phil Robinson, good even tide all. I love it, love it. Uh, Robert Woods coming back saying howdy, g'day, good to see you. Uh, and uh, Warren Money personally saying hey there, Phil. So look, we've got some like you know nice little uh, groups uh, forming in the chat already. Which is yeah, the camaraderie cool. is great. Yeah. I am probably aware, too, that this is not the uh, best glass to be uh, consuming white wine in. Uh, but you know what? Why not? Well, you could be chugging it from the bottle. That, that's it. Exactly. Yeah. That's. You mean how it's supposed to be drunk. <laughs> exactly. That's what happened to the other five. They're still intravenous. They hooked up. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, they disappeared in transit. Yes, but um, does anyone know uh, what's it? There's I don't know if it's an actual uh, uh, a fact or anything like this. Well, it is a fact that it was known at the time, but the it was said that this um, glass, the champagne, uh, it's not a flute, but glass was uh, shaped to, with a specific design in mind. Does anyone out there in the chat know, or do you guys know? I think it's for some reason I'm imagining like an English king. I, I could be completely wrong. But, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, yes, Warren Money <laughs> is on the money. It's right. It was supposed to be able to cover the breast. And so it was the perfect size. Uh, it was supposed to be the perfect breast size, I think, was um, what the flute was saying. So that's why, um, what, one of the, the myths and, and trivia that's surrounding that one. I'm not too sure where it comes from, but, yeah, that's the, the thing. Um, Prost. Uh, so I guess that's what they mean when they say the cup runneth over. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, what was it? When I did the, um, I was playing around with some rebranding for the title, we had the cue starting off, and it starts off with the uh, rosebud um, uh, quote. And I was worried that it was going to look a little bit like uh, the female anatomy. Um, so <laughs> just because another one of those trivia things, because when I mentioned that one comes to mind, is that uh, rosebud was supposed to be uh, what... Uh, William Randolph Hearst uh, called his mistress's clitoris. Apparently. Yeah. Allegedly, that's the word I was looking for. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I've mentioned w uh, William Randolph Hearst a couple of times because, of course, William Randolph Hearst was um, the uh, newspaper magnate in um, uh, America who um, could or could not be responsible for partially the war on drugs with uh, hemp 
um, uh, legalization. But he built San Simeon, uh, his own Hearst Castle, based on a whole bunch of different designs uh, of, of architecture around the world, uh, Spanish architecture, all this sort of stuff. But he also had these lavish parties in these massive um, dining rooms with huge stars like uh, Charlie Chaplin and... Um, uh, other stars of that time, uh, and I've mentioned I think a couple of times because there was a uh, the makeup artist who did the thing from the the creature from the Black Lagoon. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, she uh, her father was part of the um, the crew that was building or, or, or designing the uh, castle of San Simeon. So she got to stay and, and grew up at the castle. There was many little. Um, guest houses that if you go on a tour through there you can go through the guest houses and they're absolutely beautiful so you can I feel like I'm not getting enough perks in my job (laughs) yeah yeah, that's it yeah Um, not many newspaper magnates nowadays uh, I don't think Uh, what was it I think I have something to do with it yeah you brought up off air if if they're (laughs) even still around I think everything has gone digital yeah yeah, that's because I was soaking wet. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, I'll I'll be Janet Weiss for the night. Yes, yeah, uh, and I'm Warren Money as well. She, uh, he's out there saying that uh, he he thought it was the sled. It was the sled. Uh, spoilers for those of you who haven't seen um, Citizen Kane. Yes, the first word that is uttered is Rosebud, and you get to see at the end of the film what um, that uh, Rosebud um, relates to. Um, there is one big flaw in that movie that does bug me to this day. Mm-hmm. It's so the whole thing. What is Rosebud? What is Rosebud? No one was actually in the room when he said it. Yeah, good point. She walks in when the things shatter. Yeah, he's already said it when no when she comes in. <laughs> yeah, and if, I mean, we're assuming I'm that that's the first time he sort of like made it a big thing. So yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. that's a nice little bit of trivia. Who hears <laughs> who hears him say Rosebud, and everyone I assume say the nurse. Even Warren Money is blown away by that. Well, there's actually another fun fact that Citizen Kane's opening line of Rosebud has been voted the greatest opening spoken word in cinema history. Really? And I've just ruined it with a flaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've ruined it forever. Yeah. That's it. Well, because a lot of the time, um, what is it? Citizen Kane is quoted as being the best film ever made. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we all know it's The Room. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's Tommy Wiseau's The Room. <laughs> Hands down. Um, well, that's it. Even when we bring like that, that up, Ed Wood was, is, is noted as the worst director of all time in Hollywood. And even though this isn't something like it is, it's a statistical fact or anything, it's more just like colloquial understanding. But mm. then you look at a film like um, The Room, as you said, or Birdemic. And like, how can you put you know, you put an Ed Wood film up against that and you've seen Ed Wood films at the time and you sort of go, well, it's sort of on par. You know, it's not the greatest, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you can dig through enough. I mean, I make a habit of finding some of the most horrific things that have ever been put on film um, <laughs> because, my God, some of them. Um, yeah. I, I still remember there was this one I saw. I can't remember what it was called. And it's... Had this one scene, and you can literally hear the heavy breathing of the guy behind the camera the entire time as he's, like, walking around and filming this girl who's supposed to be sunbaking or something. (laughs) And you just kind of sit there being like, was this actually an actress? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. When we had to watch, um, what was it, Cannibal Holocaust, um, and and, and watching that, because I, I had assumed that it was, like, you know, more stock footage of people taken out of context. Whereas I didn't know it was directed and they got the 
uh, indigenous people to do certain things and stuff like that. Uh, and yeah, it's 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 an interesting film, but you sort of go, the liberties that they took, I think, are more an expression of the time and what you could get away with selling on a film than yeah. like, you know, human nature. It, it's more, I guess, shining the looking glass at uh, back at uh, nature it- itself, which is an important thing. But there's other films too, which, oh, what was it? It was not Last House on the Left. Uh, wrong Turn, no. One of those early ones, I remember that there was a, a big thing about one of the female actresses saying that, yeah, um, it was there was a, a rape sequence which uh, it was it was too uncomfortable to do. And I now they spit have, on your grave. I spit on your grave. That was, uh, yes. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing the water and everything like that. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, um, it's uh, especially now, like, you know, as in uh, we have intimacy coaches and things like this, and it's really important because we have to be aware that our protection both on set is something that needs to be upheld by everyone there too. So it's, it's, it's something that shining the light back at then and – it brings up when we were talking about things on film, we talked about a razor head before, but even earlier to that, you look at some of the surrealist films of the thirties and the twenties, and you think of some of the stuff that they're getting away with, but that's more me thinking in the idea of Mark Twain and Nikola Tesla sitting down with an X-ray going, Hey, this is fun. You know what I mean? So yeah. Day of the woman. Oh, I don't know. If yeah, I've that's seen... what I spit on your grave was originally titled. Oh, okay, yeah, fantastic, yeah, awesome. Uh, and I don't know what the reference is. Uh, Warren Money. I thought it was Marty. Back uh, to the Future. The the was... opening line. Oh, Marty. Marty. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Um, I, I think again, in you, you do a lot of voiceover work around Elizabeth Irons. Mm-hmm. Um, at least from a male perspective, a lot of the time that's one of the it's not maybe the the exact go-to but for voice actors the marty mcfly oh not the marty mcfly sorry the um, doc brown uh, Doc Brown. no 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 um uh, michael j fox uh oh yeah is is one of at least in america i know that it's it's for voice actors it's one of the things where it's where the money is made because a lot of the times uh, actors will have to do this sort of thing or they'll be hired to uh, make phone calls subtle like you used to do with this singing telegrams where you would uh, on a birthday you would send someone over in a uh, outfit to give them roses or chocolates or something like this and wish them a happy birthday a little singing song um you can see in clue get shot at a door and again a clue exactly yes um so uh you can do that sort of thing, except it would be a phone call and it would be someone impersonating that person. Whereas now you have, what is it? I think it's Cameo and all these mm-hmm. sort of things. I've just been watching yeah. a whole bunch of ones with uh, Tim Curry and things like that um, on on those, which is, yeah, really, really interesting. I ended up watching that um, full live stream of Event Rhiannon of the... Oh, uh, good. Yeah, it was, it was really good to see. It was like, you know, it was an obvious live stream, so there was obvious problems, but I loved the fact that all that was kept in. Um, because you're, you're, you know, the lines as well and you know, the rhythm and the cadence. And so you, you start going like this and you're going, you're trying to feed them like, and going, come on, come on. I, <laughs> I really liked it and how they had support for each other. It was obvious though. I feel, I think what I was chatting to you off, off air about it, mm-hmm. um, uh, that you can tell the people who had, uh, on stage experience. And I don't want to say improvisational experience because, 
being in a theater going, everyone's watching you and having them react and laugh to things that are not necessarily supposed to react and laugh. I was doing Our Town with Tim Campbell and a mobile phone went off in the audience and it's set in, what, like 1912, 1910? <laughs> and so he just goes, oh, I'll just get that, uh, that phone in the audience or something like that. He, he said that, but it made the audience laugh. It was obviously out of context and, and a meta break of the fourth wall, but it allowed everyone to just relax and have that... Ah, the breath of fresh air that put us all on that same level. Um, yes, Robert Wood's uh, calling out there. You can now do that on Cameo. They have a lot of different stars out there on Cameo at all different prices uh, too, so that you can get birthday wishes. You can get uh, support uh, messages and out, out there, uh, little video conference calls uh, and things like that. So, yeah, check that out if that's your thing. Yeah, uh, my good mate, Bill Mosley, has actually started doing it too. So you can get an appearance from Chop Top from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 or... Uh, Otis from, you know, A House of Thousand Corpses or Devil's Rejects. He'll even go as far as to bringing back Luigi from Repo the Generic Opera. Oh, so, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so well, he's out there doing them now. So shout out to Bill. Cool. Fantastic. Yeah, I was actually just recently looking into Repo the Genetic Opera as well. So, um, which is a lot of fun because, again, like, um, have you seen that one, Cameron? Yeah, I, um, I actually quite... Uh, like there's a couple of songs no. in there I quite enjoy. Same, same. It's one of those yeah. ones where it's sort of it's it, it it does this sort of like wavy line of going. It's like almost uncanny valley in places because yes. like <laughs> some you're going. I'm really into this. And other moments you're going. Oh, I'm I'm trying to be into this. Other moments you're going. I totally just don't understand this about the plot. You know about. Yeah. <laughs> he says, oh, well, I, "I'm a grave robber." Shh, and then goes. Ah! <laughs> then runs off and yeah. you're like, you go okay and it's one guy who does the whole like yeah so um we probably both know it it's part of a song that's very addictive but is anyone out there in the chat we won't say it what comes in a little glass vial yeah what is the name of it <laughs> yeah because that was one of the ones a little glass vial the, um, yes a little glass vial uh so uh if anyone knows that one, Repo the Generic Opera is a, uh, a rock opera, which was done, uh, I'm not too sure who produced it, but I'm pretty sure it's still available somewhere out there, but it had a whole bunch of different stars in it. It had uh, uh, Paris Anthony Hilton. Anthony Head. Sorry? It had Tony Head, aka Giles from Buffy. Exactly. Yes, oh, that's, that's it. right. Yes. Yeah, as the repo guy. Um, yeah. He, he wasn't called the repo guys, and his title was a specific title. I think it might have been the surgeon or something, but... um. Yeah, the concept... I'll tell you who I think they really underutilized, and that was Sarah Brightman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the whole staircase bit and like mm. motifs. I feel like if it had the chance of doing a stage operetta like big yeah. thing where you go, okay, let's bring somebody else in who can flesh out these moments a little bit more in an operatic style, um, then yeah. Oh, no, someone's got it. That's it. <laughs> yes. Yes, awesome, fantastic. Zydrate comes in a little glass vial. A little glass vial? A little glass vial. A little glass vial. And now that'll probably be stuck in your Like head. a battery. I'm going to be singing yeah, that to myself battery. all night. Thank oh, you. It's, really, it's, it's so good. <laughs> uh, now, there are other works. Um, oh, now, uh, I'll, I'll ask you. I'll, I'll uh, not pretend like I haven't forgot it. And I'll ask you guys who played the, uh, uh, what was it, the Grave Robber in that film because he of course was the guy who was the co-writer for it and he wrote two other things he's written a couple of other things and one that's in the works now about murderers in american history and that looks really really good um so yeah there's uh, a lot of stuff out there uh so check that out 
Um, I remember there was some of the songs in um, oh, was, I think it was Devil's Carnival that were actually pretty yeah. decent too. Yeah, that's it. Um, because yeah. they, they had an awesome cabaret artist in that too. Yeah. Um, there was two of those actually, wasn't there? Yeah, because that's what I was, she reprised hmm. her role in that second one. But um, yeah, the newest one, uh, it looks as if it's like an old west gritty. Two people sort of sitting down and singing, uh, and huh. yeah, it's uh, old west sort of stuff. It looks really really hmm. cool. Um, whilst we give you guys time to find the name, I will also. 2008, that's when it was. Jesus, my Twitter account's going off right now. <laughs> Just getting like all these notifications popping up in the background. It's like, shit. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Terence Zdunich. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, oh, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. I, I was like, it's Terence. I, yeah, I could yeah. never pronounce, <laughs> remember how to pronounce but it. Yeah. There's so many great characters as well in it. Like uh, the Parvi character, I personally love. The He wears other people's faces literally. Like he has staple marks where it's holding it on. But he's the whole time. He's all characterization. They're very um, commedia dell'arte. For those of you mm. who'd studied any of those, um, it's, an, uh, I think, the 16th century or 15th century improvised um, vaudevillian style street cabaret done with masks in uh, Venice, Italy, um, which has a lot of those sort of uh, tra- traits in it. Also, the the guy who um, oh he was in Romeo and Juliet uh, with um, Leonardo DiCaprio, and he he plays like the head of the the company, the the organ Paul host. Savino. Sorry, was it Paul Savino? Yes, Paul Savino. Yes, that's it. Mm. Uh, amazing voice uh, too, and uh, he, he's in that as well. And he's in a couple of those other things. So, so yeah, just another cool. shout out there. Oh, random fact too. While I'm just throwing them down, yeah. Jamie <laughs> Kennedy from Scream was also in Romeo and Juliet. It was one of his. Actually, I think it was his big break. Oh, really? Yeah, he that's... had pink hair. He played Samson. Oh. Oh, cool. God, it's been so long since I watched that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I got stuck with it all through high school, so I never have to see it again. <laughs> it was watched like 400 times or something in like four weeks. So. Have yeah. you gotten sick of the cardigans now? <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Um, was it Phil got it there with Terence uh, Zunudic? Yes. <laughs> Uh, one of those fun names to say. Uh, and just while we are uh, making a mention out there as well, uh, if you guys want to play along in our fourth round of the Quiz Arena tournament, uh, we have our questions tonight done by our illustrious Quiz Arena champion, Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons. So she's going to be playing along as well because we're going to be testing out the exclude feature. <laughs> uh, but you can go up against her to see if she can remember them all. <laughs> uh, sweet. Uh, but if you are playing along tonight as well, we are going to be uh, giving you guys the chance to win a $30 off voucher uh, for the site of Neon Sight Designs. That's right, Neon Sign Designs, where you guys can get your own personalized design uh, of a, an LED sign, which you can hang up just like you can see behind me up the back there. Eh, like that. Uh, so yeah, we're very lucky to have them along, and so in our fourth round, we'll be playing for that. So yay, good fun. Uh, and the good thing about the LED lights is they don't have to worry about any uh, overheating or anything like that. They're only 12 uh, volts, so it's it's all... Are you sure? Because, you know, your smoke alarms were doing really well last week. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Well, that's... Yeah, I hope I don't smoke it up too much. I, I've got it on and ready, but you know, it's, it's not even turning on. So, yeah, I think I had to re- replace my batteries in my remote. But um, before we get into any games, too, we'll have a bit more of a banter. But I did want to uh, say... 
Oh, was it Robert Woods saying, I'd play along for as long as I can. Got a show later tonight. Oh, nice. You get a show later tonight. Fantastic. Good luck for that. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, uh, Robert Woods as well was the director of An Ideal Host. So his film is playing around a whole bunch of different film festivals at the moment. And you can check it out in our link in the description below uh, for that. Um, but... Whilst I'm also talking to you right here, I'll have a quick gander at the Wheel of Fortunes for tonight, where we have a plethora of different games, ladies and gentlemen. We have so many different games, uh, because we wanted more choices up there. So, uh, just quickly to go through, we've got Monster Mashups, we've got Never Mind the Spicks and Specs, we've got D20, we've got Spin Again, we've got Chrono Loco, we've got Britney the Toxic Avenger, we've got Pop Quiz Hot Shots with Robert Woods' question, we've got uh, Chicken or Egg, we've got Bankrupt, we've got Player's Choice, and we've got Viewer's choice. So yes, Bankrupt is uh, one that you guys might know from the age-old game of uh, was it Wheel of Fortune. So we stole it off the board and so yeah, you land on Bankrupt and all the points go back to zero, uh, which is an unfortunate thing. Uh, but we're going to try with the Can't wait to get it. <laughs> yeah, but the other thing is, I didn't want to put a jackpot up there, but we did put up um, a D20. So the game of D20 is based on a 20-sided die. Um, any of those who have played Dungeons & Dragons or, or any of the variations thereof, uh, it's a 20-sided die, which when you roll it, it, you get any choice from, what is it, 1 to 20? It's not 0, it's, yeah, it's 1 to 20. Uh, 1 being a critical fail, and 20 being a, a critical hit or a critical yay. I can't remember what the other one. It's a good thing. Uh, so if you were in a game trying to stab someone in a vital area, in the heart, let's say, and you roll the one, you might stumble and fall on your own sword, cutting, stabbing yourself in the heart, killing. Um, maybe not that drastic, I don't know. <laughs> but if you got a 20, you would completely succeed. Like, like a, a knife through butter, you would go straight through it, um, obliterating his heart and killing him with a weeping tear falling out of his eye as he says, why? And collapses <laughs> to the ground. You know what I mean. Um, so what I want to do is, it's, tonight's just going to be a sort of a segue into it because I want to start doing a little bit more of those, those games of D20 and in Impromity, we used to play that where it was literally just like an open scene. Um, anytime I'd do teaching and we had a little bit of spare time, we'd play D20 and it would usually start off in the cabin in the woods. Yeah? You would start off in the cabin at the top and the uh, at some point, the uh, I'd keep rolling, that's right, until I got a successful roll uh, that, that opened up the trapdoor, in which case then it's your choice. You can either go into the trapdoor or leave. You know what I mean? So you've got uh, plenty of choice at, at, at points for that one. So, um, yeah. We'll see how yeah, we go Yeah, because nothing one. bad happens in a cabin in the woods. Exactly, yeah. There is a chance well, that, Well, fun yeah, happens. <laughs> you'll, most of the time, yeah, be confronted with a beastie or something like that, based on an item that you choose. But um, either we're going to test it out just by rolling the dice and seeing how it goes, or we've got, um, what was it, my copy of uh, Tobin's Spirit Guide, uh, which has got um, Ghostbusters... Uh, stuff in there, which is also based on the Tobin Spirit Guide in the Ghostbusters game. So that we might have a gander at later on too. Alright, so. I'm gonna do it. I said I wasn't gonna say this but Richard, I'm about to floor you. Uh -oh. You ready? Yes. I have never seen Ghostbusters. Oh no! <laughs> That's alright. That's alright. No one's perfect. <laughs> no, um, it's like, as in one of the things I, I do like about the, the, the trivia aspect and the fact that we can share our, our knowledge about certain films is we'll always find new little hints and nuggets that are fun. And the fact that you haven't explored certain films just 
leaves that possibility open. Like, I haven't seen a lot of films, but I've seen a lot of sequences from films or mm. scenes from films. So I'll be able to get the, the vibe from that too, just as I'm sure you would have with the plethora of things that I'm sure are on the internet now with Ghostbusters. But um, I, I'm not one of those diehard fans. When the 2016 version came out, there was a Halloween party I went to, and so I made one of their 2016 Proton Packs, which is sitting up the back there. Um, and so, like, you know, it's... Uh, a great piece of nostalgia that I remember seeing Ghostbusters 2 as a kid. So it's more where it comes from me from that sort of point of view. But no worries. Uh, don't take that as something of me thrusting all of the Ghostbusters games then on top of you because I know that oh, you've no, seen Oh, no, I want you to bring playing. it. I want to know how good I am. <laughs> no, yes. I need a chance. <laughs> no, that's it, yeah. No, I, I love it because, uh, Rhiannon, you'd seen me playing and you were like, the amount of times you were just like, oh, just go this way or go that way. And I was like, that's exactly what I do when I'm watching it. So I'm terrible with those. Like, watch me playing a city builder and I think I have a little bit more. Or, actually... Payday 2. That's a game I think I can do okay at. Um, I'd I, love to see you try and play Until Dawn, actually. Until Oh, oh that would be yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd love to play that one. I remember seeing the, the playthroughs of that or and, and The Last of Us, the first one of that. So mm. those games, they look really, really fun. Uh, and that, I think, would be a lot of fun to play with groups of people. Um, actually, I'll tell you one that is good for a group of people is one. It's called Phasmophobia. I was oh my just God, about yeah. to say that one. Yeah, I get... I, I've been playing that with a couple of friends, and uh, yeah. yeah, it's great fun. <laughs> it's so good. So you get like the PKE yeah. meters and stuff like that in there, and the yeah. Oh, see, that'll be a lot. And of fun. it's um, yeah, the amount of um, well, especially the first couple of times when you, before you like really kind of think, oh, okay, this is how ghosts work, and so. For a while, I was like, why do I keep getting killed? Like, you know, and then I realized I'm running away, just swearing my head off the entire time. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I, I play all of those. Um, what was the one with the painting? I can't remember what it was. And I tried to play that by myself. It's it's one of those scare games. So yeah. like, um, oh, I can't remember. Uh, Amnesia, which I played oh, with yeah. a friend. We were both in the same room and we got to the water level. And uh, where the shadow water levels are always water. And we just went, no, no, no. Layers of Fear, that was it. Layers of Fear ah. was so beautiful. I remember seeing the playthrough and I wanted to play it as a game, but I couldn't stand it. So I, I, I just got freaked out and had to stop playing it. Um, we've got uh, mentions out there for uh, Phil Robinson commenting on the Wheel of Fortune saying, Can I have an E for Elm Street, please, Larry? Um, <laughs> uh, we got Warren Money saying, Watch out for bears. Yes, Canine saying, My mother lives in a cabin in the woods. So cool and uber creepy. Um, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I wonder if it's like off the grid or if every now and then you have like one of those big switches where you just turn off so you can go off the grid and feel uber spooky. Uh, you feel ill just crossing over the two things, the cabin and the ill, what was it, cabin fever. Oh, shivers up my spine oh. every time. Uh, yeah, that definitely didn't need a remake. Yeah, oh, did it get a remake recently? Eli Roth remade it himself. <laughs> just him? <laughs> No, he, he, he Eli Roth plays everyone in it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And it's just like, oh, he did not actually need to do that. I mean, it's not even that old. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's because I, I mean, I haven't seen the remake, but it's like, yeah, the first one, the first one, I was just, you know, I watched certain bits and I'm like, yeah, that's kind of uncomfortable. That's, uh, you know, exactly what I want out of something Eli Roth makes. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Phil Robinson upping the ante by saying, next will be the Wrath of Khan that Rhee hasn't seen? That's all right. We won't say that I haven't seen it either. Uh, yeah, I haven't. Yeah. Khan! I know that reference, though. <laughs> throw it out there. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not actually big on, on science fiction in general, so a lot of things, whether it be Star Wars, Star Trek, or whatever, I just simply mm. avoid because they just don't interest me. 
Well, like it actually took me thirty. So Richard, do you fancy doing me a huge win. favor and just making everything sci-fi in this? Everything sci-fi. <laughs> um. Oh, de- next, next one. Yeah, you've seen the amount of games I'll quickly put up there. Um, it's all preloaded, unfortunately. I don't know if there's any sci-fi, but Hark, Hark is the game that we need to play with you. Yes, that's the one where you have to guess the sound effects, and most of the time that's sci-fi based. Oh. But I want to say, when someone made um, the the clear definition between science fiction and science fantasy for me, that's one thing that made me appreciate both of those two genres so much more. So, Star Trek was sold to me as the idea that Star Trek is science fiction. It's based on the idea, it hasn't yet, um, it's dot technology or understandings that we currently have, but we can see them with what we currently have, technology-based alone, with what we could do in the future. We've already gone to the moon. We've already, you know, got satellites out there and communication and stuff like this. It's not beyond our possibilities of being able to capability do somewhat of what the Star Trek universe portrays. With, they, with light speed, with teleportation and stuff like this. Still, like, you know, hypo- hypothesis and, and whatever, but it is plausible. Whereas with science fantasy, they're not so much trying to keep those bounds of the scientific reality in planes of that. So you can have plasma blades that won't have to have any capping mirror or anything to keep the heat or what actually that would be if it was a real weapon. You know, you hold it next to their face and they're they're gone. Um, I would have loved to have seen that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's one of the things I've always wanted to do is uh, when I was doing stuff with the Sydney Stage Combat School and the Action Academy with Kyle Rowling um, was to do a lightsaber fight with torches or to do it now with my understanding with CG, with no blades and no weight, mainly no weight. Yep, we, we can hmm. digitally put the blade in later on. But I want to do it where everything was ghosted, but everything was d- playing with the, the weight is all in the handle. Because a lot of time when people do this, they'll either cancel out the weight in the blade and not the handle, so it'll just be like nothing, or it'll just be a very light stick. And so you still yeah. got air resistance. And so if it's light, it's going to be something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My point was, so it's science fiction, science fantasy, breaking those two elements away. I love the fact that there is that element of plausibility in science fiction. Um, mm. I remember writing a, uh, which I'm sure we've talked Spadge Maiden, Kevin Cameron at some point. Oh God, yes, exactly. <laughs> but that had a lot of elements which I tried to end up bring to uh, into that. Uh, one of the races was purely science fiction, and mm. and it was the lizard people, like you know, it was in yeah. from space and stuff like this. And so it was based on the idea of myth as well, because that was what everything had to do in it. But yeah. it's what we can possibly achieve. And so it's it's the standing on shoals of giants perspective I like to see is science fiction. It's it's the optimistic hope of what the future could be. The the when they said nineteen ninety six, lost in space, you know, and it was the Saturn two or whatever it was taking off um to then get lost in space. But yeah, <laughs> it's 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 that sort of hope. Whereas the Star Wars reality of the um the Star Wars fantasy, sorry, is the complete optimism hope where you've got like I was about to bring in multiverse, like you know, where uh the um the Marvel universe is, but I don't know if that would which that would be in. And I, I hazard mm. to say it's probably melding both because when you get into a quantum realm of science, unless You've studied it, unless you've done any sort of quasim, uh, quantum physics study on, on, on that level. I, I don't feel like we could really, like you know, hazard to say I understand. It. Like you know what I mean. So 
I feel like it'd be melting those. I, I can drink a lot and pretend I do. Well, that's what I mean. Like you know, this is already <laughs> hitting me. So like you know, you can hear my filibusters. But I'll, I'll just go back and do it because we had some great uh, game references in uh, the chat there. Um, uh, Warren Money saying great game. I'm, I'm sure about one of them that we said there. Until Dawn is so good. Robert Wood said Back for Blood is awesome. That's the new Left for Dead, isn't it? I think yeah, I played the. Um, oh. I think it was when it was on a beta. I played a little bit of it. Um, I missed it. It's... I used yeah, to I, piss I, off people so much in the uh, green room of Luna Park when <laughs> we're playing that. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah. So it's good? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's pretty decent. I mean, it's it's very much just like Left 4 Dead again, though. But it's... um, Which, I mean, I didn't test it fully. I don't know if I can do what I used to always do to people in Left 4 Dead, which is, you know, everyone's struggling to get to the end. It's that last final stretch and I'll shoot a car. Yeah, yeah. Set the alarm off, set yeah. everything after everyone, and then everyone gets to abuse me. Is that the <laughs> one where you've got to help people up and they, like, you know, help? help yeah. Like, yeah, I remember that one. That's right. Because yeah. um, I hadn't played a lot of, like, Payday 2 uh, and Payday yeah. 1. It hasn't got any, if you shoot the people who you're on the team with, it doesn't affect them. Then I played Rainbow Six Siege. I mm. learned very quickly. <laughs> like, you know, a <laughs> yeah. shotgun's radius, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, um, that's so cool. Um, we've got to get each other's handles because, yeah, I suck at these games, yeah. but would love to play. Um, Sounds like a plan. Especially, what is it? Um, uh, Left for Dead? Is that the one? Yeah. That's... Oh, the, no, 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 no. the new one. Um... Oh, oh, God, I've forgotten now. Um... Yeah, what's the one where you get chased around? you got to repair the generators. Pin oh, um, Dead by Daylight? I think, yeah, Dead by yeah. Daylight. Yeah, because I've got that yeah. one. Uh, so, I was yeah. going to say, I think I've got that. I've never actually gotten around to playing it. Sweet, Look yeah. a new killer out at the moment. Is there? The artist. Yeah, the artist. Ooh. I was watching a, a live stream or something of it earlier today, and um, yeah, they're kind of freaky. They send crows out to attack you. Oh, nice. I mean, with yeah. that, the second I saw there was like Evil Dead themed ones, I was like, that's all I need. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's it. The crow ability uh, or murder of crows in, what was it? Uh, I think it was Bioshock 2. Oh, yes. I, like, it was my favorite one because you do like an electrify stun, then you do murder of crows, then you do something yeah. else. It was so I good. I think that was Infinite that did that, the crows. I think it was bees in the in the first one. Oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah. Infinite World 2 is, oh, I love it. Yeah. It's, it's oh, that was such good design. I and love the soundtrack is so strong. Yeah. Um, uh, Reanimous of the Nines, uh, you're in the chat, they're saying, uh, you're very successful at killing everyone in Until Dawn. <laughs> I kept them alive too, so uh, I have uh, achievements for keeping them all alive and killing them all. Yeah. No, well, that's. I, it. I found I did the best keeping them alive when, I w when my intent was to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I actually felt really guilty for killing uh, Jordan Fisher's character multiple times. Uh, he, he was uh, Matt in that and, and he's sort of come into his own now and, and sort of becoming popular uh singing and acting wise cool um he was actually in greece live as duty oh, oh sweet so, what, um, what year was that uh greece live was that, was that 2015 uh, or that one yeah i think it was 2015 or 2016 somewhere around there yeah um, that was the, the, the like on the studio lot they went through and yeah stuff. that was yeah. so good and uh, another random useless fun fact about greece live uh leo from the scorpions was um actually played by an australian Oh, nice. Oh. oh, love it. Um, yeah, I, I may not know science fiction, but I know musical. <laughs> yes. Well, that's it. Yeah, we're going to have an episode definitely where there's going to be plenty of musical references. Uh, Layers of Fear was, yes, there. Um, uh, was, I think it was a different director, but the same script, Robert Woods said, as he produced it. Uh, you might have a chance, Cameron. 
never, no chance with the Scream Queen. Ha 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 ha. That's you. <laughs> um, Warren Money, Escape from New York, 1997. Was a reference that he yelled out there. Uh, and yes, Warren Money, you'll play Siege anytime. Yes, it's so good for just letting out steam. I got a new mouse, though, because Pikelet has destroyed my cable. And, um, <laughs> and he bites the, the scroll wheel. So we'll see. Oh, no. Whenever I'm scrolling, I'm, I'm scrolling down, but it'll, like, scroll back up every now and then. So, yeah. Um, I'm terrible to play with. So, uh, <laughs> beautiful. Uh, so, fantastic. We've got some gaming references out there. Uh, so, w- we should stop doing that because I do want to, before it's released in Australia, uh, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife has been pushed back in Australia, I think until January something. I don't want to mm. say January the 1st, but I think it was in America, it's December 1st or 2nd. Um, so, yeah, um, unfortunately, it's, it's going to be pushed back till then. So hopefully I'm going to be playing um, the game on uh, online as a live stream so that you can see how terrible I am. But I'll be racing through that, so hopefully you can get a gist of that. Because that in itself, like the Back to the Future game, is a really nice contained story. Whether or not canon you consider it, it still fits and it still works really nice. I yeah. have that Back to the Future game. Yeah, it's, it's great, isn't <laughs> it? Just watching the playthrough. Um, Telltale Games. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. There's five episodes of that. Mm-hmm. And it's really fun to play too because you get to play with a young Doc Brown and all this. Um, or awesome. Carl Sagan as he gets known as. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Good. January 22nd. Uh, January 1st uh, has been tabbed out there. Ah, they can compete for it in the chat down there. In fact, let's just solve this mystery bowl. I'll go up there and say... Well, keep me posted when you're going to stream it, Richard, because I'll definitely tune in to watch. Oh, nice. Right. Yeah, well, I'd love to have a chat where you can tell me to do stuff because I'd feel a lot better than me sitting there going <laughs> the whole time and having my shit face on. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, uh, you know me, I'm up for anything. Yes. J- yes, you were right. Uh, Robert Woods, 1st of January 2022. Yes. <laughs> Oh, and Robert Woods, January 22 is his birthday, so he's okay with that. So happy birthday for the 22nd of January. Yay! Awesome. Beautiful stuff. Oh, and of course, um, Robert Woods racked up some amazing points too. So he's another fierce contender for you there. So. <laughs> yeah, I beat him last time. <laughs> yes! Oh, yeah, well, that's fighting it. words. Yeah, well... It'd be great to uh, get to a point where we can have a couple of seasons of this and we can actually have a panel show where we'll get all of the top um, uh, point winners in the flesh in a live uh, place. Hopefully, like, you know, at a pub or something like that, you know, where we, we don't have yeah, to Yeah, where about... alcohol flows freely. Yeah, yes. that'd be great. <laughs> exactly. Drink responsibly, I think is what we're yeah. saying there. Yeah. Rewardably. But yeah, but um, uh, I've mentioned a couple of times too, um, just because uh, No Such Thing as a Fish is a podcast that I listen to, and they do a lot of these in, in uh, pubs, and it just sounds like it's a great atmosphere, and I, I do think that that'd be a lot of fun. So yeah, hit us up, and we'll hopefully make it a traveling thing in your area. Oh, well, oh. actually, my area here is getting a pub opening in the 1st of December, so perfect. Ooh. Yeah. Because I do know they're quite scarce. Um, <laughs> I, I said that there's a lot, but like, you know, you look at the old places that are on corners, like here in Sydney, I mean, every corner used to be a pub in like, you know, the 1800s or something like that, even up until the forties. Now it's, it's all haberdasheries. Um, cool. Uh, at least Spider-Man coming in December. Yes. The new Spider-Man. Finally, the answer will be, uh, revealed. Will it have all the other Spider-Man in it? I think after the recent, what is it, trailer that we've had where we've had uh, the Doc Ock 
uh, cameo in there. It's it's definitely playing towards uh, one thing. But Robert Woods is still waiting on Dune. Uh, and, uh, oh, James Bond came out today. Awesome. Well, there you go, James Bond. The new one came out today. So very good. And, um, oh, good. Warren Money saying Perth's pubs have been open for about a year and a half, of course. Fantastic. Well, that'd be really cool. Yeah. I think that that'd be a lot of fun, too, because that'll just support it. And it'd be great to do a live streamy thing, too, where we can get it to a couple of different places. Also, one of the films I've been waiting to see last night in Soho. Yes. Got to see an earlier screening at that, the British Film Festival. Not uh, Did not disappoint, Robert Woods said. So, really, really cool. A lot of um, big names. And that's uh, Edgar Wright's new film. Uh, I think, um, yeah, last night in Soho. So, yeah, fantastic work. And great to hear that it was uh, not one to be missed out on. Uh, and Phil Robinson saying, all come to Tassie um, for a holiday trip. I like the sounds of that. I definitely yeah. do. I think it's all in there. We'll get Edgar Wright down there as well. Um, that'd be a, a lot of fun. Um, well, actually, if we're dropping just random films that people absolutely need to see, The Beta Test starring Jim Cummings. Holy crap, it is in my top three of the that, year. Huh? It's, uh, it was at the Sydney Film Festival, um, and I believe, someone correct me, Warren, I think I was talking to you about it because you're a Jim Cummings fan, but um, I think it's actually going on demand at the Sydney Film Festival tomorrow. Tomorrow's the 12th, right? I have no idea what day it, date it is anymore. Uh, yeah, it's the 12th yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, so um, it is an independent film. It is very much, if you had something like Basic Instincts meeting... You know, some really high-tensioned thriller from, like, the 90s. It just screams 90s. It is amazing. Now, when you say basic instinct... <laughs> I don't mean the Sharon Stone scene. Oh. Because I was about to say, I've only seen I mean a lot of the film. Michael Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel like I saw the whole thing. No, um... <laughs> um uh, I was going to make a reference to, to that because uh, I was just going to bring that up on the, the Sydney Film Festival, but, um... In the Basic Instinct reference, is it called Basic Attraction or Fatal Instinct? The comedic parody of that? that oh my gosh. That is ah. one of my favourite films, and I'm pretty sure it has Scarlet uh, from Clue in it. Um, uh, Leslie Ann Warren. I'm pretty oh. sure it's Leslie Ann Warren. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Google that. Uh, yeah. I'm like, I'm now going to find it. And, and the guy who me. plays the lead in it, I don't know why. He's sort of like a Raul Julia sort of um, actor. I don't know why we haven't seen him in more things. I'm pretty sure he was the bad guy in not Hunt for Red October. N not that one. Um, but another <laughs> film. Uh, but anyway, yeah, a lot of great films. And that's that's it's a comedy film. Hilarious. It also had the song brown-eyed girl in it originally in a sequence they cut it out because of rights issues um and replaced it with another piece of music which is far inferior in my opinion if you can see it with that original piece of music it makes it so much better especially the ending where the um what is it the hamster or the hedgehog is is dancing um beautiful. i've been here forever going through her filmography because i'm just like she was in teaching mrs tingle oh my god i have to watch that again <laughs> she's amazing leslie and warren uh, oh, she is. I, I, I so want her dress her. from Clue. Yeah, and uh, I think first seeing her in, um, what was it? Uh, Happiest Millionaire. Yeah. Mm. Beautiful, amazing voice. Um, all that. And Happiest Millionaire as well was, uh, what was it? The last film produced by Walt Disney before he passed away. Um, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Awesome. Uh, when WA Borders might open. Yeah, Robert Woods must be heading east. Awesome. The film festival. Yes, pre-order the beta test ticket. Awesome. I'm going to see that's what it's called, beta test. Bring that up. Yeah, it, it has landed in my top three films of the year. Cool. Awesome. And that, that is test. a lot coming from me. There's there's some really cool horror elements in it because, I mean, you all know that I love my horror movies. Yeah. But, yeah, this is uh, this is definitely up there. Cool. So for months, we're trying to get in touch with the guy's team. We're trying to sign the guy to the agency. No answer. We're doing everything we can, trying to reach the guy's higher ups, everything. We're trying every possible combination of email address. Doesn't work. Nothing. All right. So I've been reading a lot about the Medici family. These guys, they got all the money in the world. They're secluded from everybody. Uh, the Medici. And I, thinking, and I was like, these rich people, they don't have social media. You can't get in touch with these people. They don't have Facebook or anything. The Medici's? But you can bet. These motherfuckers have Venmo. No. Oh yeah, bro. So I sent the guy a Venmo request for two pennies to get his two cents about Jordan and I being his agents. And that worked? Fuck yeah, it worked. That's why I ordered champagne. We're meeting with his team tomorrow. Wow. New world. Is that legal? What, are we gonna get in trouble? Excuse me. He never tells me anything. Uh, can we get a check? Can we get a check? Oh, cool. I thought it was going to be a trailer, but it was just... <laughs> it was just a clip, yeah. It was just a clip. Uh, cool. Well, we've seen the film now. Um, yep. <laughs> by our standards. Um, cool. Awesome. So, yeah, that looks like a lot of fun. Uh, check that on out there. Um, uh, have you seen The Wolf of Snow Hollow? Warren Money asks. Is that the... Uh, I'm trying to think... Jim Cummings movie. Yeah. Okay, I Bro, think it's the one I think is. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think I, uh, if it's the one I think it is, I I think it was when I watched it, I was not in the right headspace to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I had to do a second and third viewing. Ah, uh, yeah. cool. Awesome. Sweet. Uh, Wormwood 2 is showing at the Sydney Film Festival 2, isn't it? Phil Robinson said. I'll just look it up in a second. And K9, you are right. Armand Asante. He's the guy who plays the lead in uh, Fatal Attraction or Basic. Let's look it up. Fatal Attraction. Oh my God! Yeah, I remember watching that for the first time this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, after I'd finished it, and I'm like, okay, I'm remotely creeped out now. Bill Mosley jumps in, is like, do a do a double feature with this Clint Eastwood movie of Play Misty for me. Huh? I slept with a baseball bat that night because I was that paranoid. So yeah. you know, thanks, Bill. <laughs> oh, so this is Fatal Instincts. This is the film I'm talking about. Ned Ravine. Police emergency, I need a vehicle. A cop who plays by the rules. Alright, hold on. The right to remain silent. Next, you wave that right anything you say. Next. Lola Kane. A woman who plays by her own rules. What are they looking at? A lot of them have tried that seat before. You're the first one that's lasted this long. Well, I feel honored. Don't. It's broken. <laughs> Together. Oh, this is so different. They're going to ignite an animal passion. I'm flapping! That will lead to the deadliest game of all. And I'm married to a, a wonderful woman. What is it? 
It's sort of like a cat. It's not enough like a cat, Ned. Did you ever consider that maybe you don't know women as well as you think you do? MGM presents Armando Sante. You stay away from my wife, my life, and my skunk. No! Sherilyn Fenn. Okay. Are you all right? Kate Nelligan. And Sean Young. You tell me who Sean she Young. is. You're my sister! Your wife! She's your wife and my sister. In a movie where one night of love can be fatal. Oh. Fatal instinct. Yeah, you guys watch your step. There's a lot of blood in here. Well, it's a killer comedy. <laughs> Directed by Carl Reiner. Opening soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so obviously a guilty pleasure and a lot of silliness. It was Sean Young. Sorry, I did get that wrong. Sean Young, not... Um, what was it? Uh, it was yeah, Nicole guy. Brown. <laughs> Nailed it! <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, but yeah, that's a lot of fun there too. Perfect. Awesome. Groovy. Piker, stop binding the cables. Uh, awesome. Saw fatal- oh, you saw a fatal attraction in the drive-in. Cool. Oh, nice. That's cool. We still have, I think, a drive-in near us. It's somewhere at like Blacktown or something. Yeah, I got one yeah, in there's One somewhere. I'd, I'd need to actually look it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there used to be a whole bunch... Uh, but not any more. Um, if anyone on the central coast of uh, New South Wales uh, are listening, they might know of the Erina Drive-In, which uh, a lot of people usually were told that that's where Erina Fair is. It's not. It's um, It was next to it. It's currently where a massive car park is and a, I think, a water treatment facility or a substation of some kind and a, a gymnasium. But yeah, that's where that is. Uh, you can see from the, the aerial um, photos, uh, which are publicly available. So, yes! Awesome. And there's still one in Perth. Yes! Awesome. Fantastic. Uh, might even do that. We'll do a, a, a blob-based one where it's all from the drive-in. I think last time I was up Aaron away, I was at like a horror movie campout thing, which was good fun. Oh, cool. Horror yeah. That was back in 2016, I think. Yeah. Good there's... fun. I should chase up if they're still doing them. Yeah, there's like a whole zombie sort of thing that you can do. Um, like in like some uh, English ones, there's like cornfield ones you can do oh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. There was one a friend of mine went over to Warren Castle, Warwick Castle, Warwick? and yeah, and he was doing a scare attraction there where he was um, like all whited up like ghosts and stuff like mm. that. So yeah, a lot of fun. It was a different time. It's a different time. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was the worst person with uh, some of those attraction things. I still remember one, and it was literally we're going through, and it was some tourist attraction thing in the UK, and it was they had a whole heap of you know they got a bunch of actors running around and um you know trying to scare people. The problem is one jumped out on me, and the and I jumped back, and I just immediately went, "Oh, fucking actors!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the poor guy who's trying to scare me bursts out laughing. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Have you seen... I can't be half as bad as my friends and I. We do Fright Night every year down at Movie World. And, <laughs> yeah. and one year they did a, a Friday the 13th maze. And I've gone down with two of Jason's biggest freaking fans who are walking in front of me in the maze, stop when they see him coming, hold out their arms and go, Huck? <laughs> the actor has no idea what to do. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh. He actually gave them a hug, though. So, you know, massive props to him. That's so good. 
<laughs> it'd be great, like, in that moment, just to, like, you know, burst into tears and go, tears and go no one understands. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah, opportune moment. That's good. I just got a, uh, a weather warning as well. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, my phone's going off constantly. With, yeah. Hey, guess what? <laughs> Actually, I'm going to zoom out and see if I can see, because I, I don't really read the forecast. I just look at the radar. Mm. And so if I zoom out, you'll be able to see where, like, you know, everything's sort of happening. I remember one time I looked it down, and it was just this huge, big, like, you know, storm cloud that was covering all of, like, Australia. So. <laughs> oh, I went to bed last night. That's kind of um, what it looks like. I was like, what the hell's that noise? And then two seconds later, my whole house shook. Then the whole sky lit up. I'm like, oh, great, storm. Yeah. <laughs> I love great. storms, though. I, I enjoy them too when Shadow doesn't leap off the floor and into the bed with me. That's true. Yeah. Pikelet hates well, it. A 40 kilo Labrador landing on you at 2 a.m. is not great. No, that is not a fun feeling. I'm pretty sure that's why Pikelet's just here at the moment. He's just heard the storming outside and he's just like, yeah, into it. Oh, um, what was it as well? There was something that was mentioned in the Twitter posts of the meme that was spread around and so I feel like I have to do it. I'll play. It's not an image in the background, ladies and gentlemen. It's an actual uh, gramophone. So let's wind it up and play that song. Oh, shit. Oh. No. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. This is my mood bunny. I am so sorry, everyone. This is all my fault. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that. <laughs> Thanks for joining me in the headbang. <laughs> so yeah, it's awesome and creepy. Oh. Yeah. likes it too. So yeah, that was it. <laughs> that was a little meme that was out there. <laughs> yeah, that was my mood bunny. So I have like a whole folder on my phone of just little rabbits doing stupid things. Yeah. And it's like current mood. Yeah, this one will work. <laughs> so good. I better stop it now before it gets crazy. Oh, so good. Oh, it's amazing how they still work, though. Like, it's just needle. It's just like vibrations. It's so cool. And heavy. So oh, yeah. it reminds me of April Fool's <laughs> Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a, yeah, there's a song that plays in that one, isn't it? Um, And... Oh, there's a song as well in Evil Dead as well. It's old radio. And there's one in a game. And I'm trying to remember it. Because at one point, I was going to put that on as the, like, looping end screen noise. Um, oh, I've just got the scene from Clue. Put on the oh, now... They're all... The cops come in and yes. they're all trying to stage the fact that they don't have two dead bodies in the study anymore. And one yeah. in the lounge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's nobody. Nobody in the study. I'm just checking. Everything okay? Two corpses, everything's fine. <laughs> so many quotes. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> um, but yes, no. Um, okay, I've seen the whole thing. There's nothing wrong with this. Are you sure? This is America. It's a free country. I didn't yeah. know it was that free. 
cool. Awesome. Because that's the other thing too. I think the ability to turn around and say, like, we haven't seen something just allows more people to be able to share different things too by saying, oh, they haven't seen this. Because uh, I think with the psychology of a lot of offense people take, um, when someone goes, oh, like that, usually it's from the point of going, you're missing out on so much or, or like, you know, that's what it's, it's coming from. It's, it's coming from love, uh, as Michael Jackson would like, you know, uh, always say, it's coming from a place of love. So, um, yeah. You did that scarily well. <laughs> Thank you. I had to do it, what was it, at a, uh, emceeing as a concert and I had to answer his, like, but it's the same as what I was saying before, Michael J. Fox um, had a gig to do. We got to drive in as a, uh, in, in a DeLorean and everything. But it had to be dark. Like, you know, it was good fun. Um, <laughs> uh, haven't seen Clue. Warren Money hasn't, but that's all right. He's already gotten in there with putting on the Ritz. So it was the music in The Evil Dead. Uh, An Indian Love Call was in Mars Attacks. Oh, yes. That was the one. The moo. Oh, I forgot about that. that. Indian Love Call. Yeah. Great. It's been so long since I've seen Mars Attacks. I'm going to have to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's another, like, sort of silly, chaotic film. The yeah. Martin Short scene just always plays over in my head. Um, and the bit where, like, the finger gets bitten off is one of those, like, gore moments to me, like, where it's just like, ah! I think it works so well because you don't know how the film is trying to make itself portray. You got, I don't know, serious president, but then you got Martin Short, like, you know, just... Oh. Yeah. It, well, that was the thing. That film was just such unbelievable chaos, and yeah. it just... It made... Like, you know, so then you have these serious characters and serious moments. So you have all these comedy characters that can just bounce off it so much better. And suddenly they've gone from just being, oh, yeah, I'm the president. I am very serious. To suddenly they're the straight man in a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Totally. Oh, Martin Short is amazing. Have you guys actually watched the series he's done with Steve Martin, Only Murders in the Building? No, I saw a trailer no. for that the other day. And now I really want to see it. I kind of binged it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, got to the finale and I'm just sitting there going, I need a second season. Like, I'm, I'm jonesing for a second season. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. What's it called again? It's There's No Murders. Only Murders. Only in Murders. In Only Murders. And be prepared to listen to Selena Gomez drop a few F-bombs. Cool. I was I was not prepared for that. No, I'm... <laughs> I'm, I'm I wasn't all prepared for Steve Martin to do it either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm all in it for the Steve and Martin duo. Yeah. I like how that works. Have you seen The Father of the Bride Part 3 that they did last year? No. They did it... Okay, you're going to be looking it up now, but they did it as a um, an online thing because, I mean, everyone was using Zoom. So they got the entire cast back together to do a Father of the Bride Part 3. I think it runs for about 20 to 30 minutes, maybe? Oh, nice. Yeah, 25, 32, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I know what you're watching tonight, Richard. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's the other reason I do love this is because I can always get a playlist <laughs> in my head. No, that's awesome. Sweet. Yeah, totally looking that up. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, them as a comedy duo too are just fantastic because again, they bounce the comedy, uh, the, the straight man, um, uh, funny man, really, really well. Uh, in their Netflix special that they did, I loved, I love how chaotic Martin Short is. Um, it, just brilliant. And a breath of fresh air, so... Yeah, if you haven't seen uh, that, we've mentioned, what was it, Three Amigos before. Um, so definitely watch that, but check that out as well, too. Um, the Two Amigos, exactly. They should do it, like, bring it back. Um, no, I was going to say that and do it with, like, um, the other guy. But now I was thinking some other person. But another drink and everything will come to fruition. 
Yes. Yes. Why can't we all just get along? Um, <laughs> awesome. Let's then, uh, before I, I do that and get more drunk, let's, let's get into some games. Why not, shall we? Yeah, We've sure. got so many, so we might even, if we breeze through a couple, we might even have chance at more. Now, some of these song games as well, um, hopefully will work okay, but you might notice that there might be jumpiness. Yeah, Chevy Chase was the one that was it. I blocked him out after the Dan Harmon phone call. Um, <laughs> but uh, as the singing bush... Uh, was he the singing bush? No, no, he wasn't. The voice of the singing bush was... Oh... Oh, I want to say Frank Oz, but I think that's wrong. Uh, I'll find out later on. Um, but anyway, um, we'll, we'll go into these games. So yeah, hopefully we can play uh, a couple more of these. But if they do get a bit jumpy in, in effects, I apologize. And if the song ends up repeating, like sometimes the videos will stop and, and re-go because of sync issues, I'll just play it through YouTube because I've got them all backed up here. So yeah, let's have a Randy go then. Randy Newman. Randy Newman, that's who it was! That's oh. who the singing bush was, of course it was! <laughs> yes! Eat the apple. Oh, fantastic. Uh-huh. Uh. Let's have a look at that wheel. So, we've got our wheel back up, ladies and gentlemen. A wheel of fortunes. Is there anyone that you guys want to land on particularly? Try again. Uh, you want to go no. spin again? Yes! <laughs> See if I can go for another round of that this time. If yeah. it comes up, I will forfeit the game for you, all right? If it comes <laughs> up on the first spin, I will forfeit. Yeah. So, obviously, we want to avoid bankrupt, I think, is... is well, actually, we can't That's do fine bankrupt if it comes now. up first. Yeah, I was about to say. Hopefully, it won't. If it does, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you get points. <laughs> I don't know. It's reversed. So, let's allocate... Let's say... um. Uh, who should be our guest? Let's say a uh, Cameron, because we'll, we'll, you're our champ, uh, Rihanna. Let's go. That Cameron's going to be our first spinner. So uh, this one will be for you. Uh, we'll see what you land on. Hopefully, it won't be bankrupt. Time for another Britney, the Toxic Avenger. So we close that. We close this screen down here. And of course, we go into a fun game, which is all based around music. So um, one of the things that I do love about um, the aerobarous nature of most things is that nothing's original, really. Everything has been done before, said before, done in that rhythm. So what this game is all about is mashing up. We have, I think, six different songs that we're going to be playing for you guys. And uh, actually, just before I do that, I'm going to bring up the screen so that I can come back to this screen easier and it won't stop the music because otherwise it'll get annoying. So if you guys do have a pen and paper or something to write something down there in the background, it might just be easy for you guys to quickly take notes down. So um, for any correct answers about any of the relevant things, we're looking for what the name of the song is uh, and uh, what else? Um, uh, the artist. I'll look at it when I go in there because it's all written down and it's in a different scene than I'm currently in. So without further ado, let's go into the fun 
Stinger or Britney the Toxic Avenger. principle is still the same, yet they may not be Britney songs. Might not even be the same song of Toxic. I know we love the song Toxic, but, you know, we have to spread it around and there are other songs out there. So I thought we would have this go. So um, there's a chance for each of you to play. Uh, so why don't we do it this way? Uh, that was Cameron's spin. He landed on that one. So this one is going to be starting off with Cameron. So Cameron can get all the points of this one. But Rhiannon, feel free to help him out. And people in the chat as well, you can help him out too. Uh, we want to try and me. get the references that are in this. I think there's about six <laughs> points that you can get for this. Cool. Um, awesome. And then after this, we'll be going on to another one, which is going to be Rhiannon's chance at getting points. Cool. Awesome. And of course, Cameron, you'd be able to help her out. Um, Beautiful stuff. So let's go back into our screen over here and play our first mashup. And these songs are from DJ Cumberbund. We're trying to get the name of all the references in there. So listen up and play along at home. Whoop, whoop, wee! It seems that the demons have summoned me once more to rise from the darkness. Not for a match, but for a war. Already, or <laughs> yeah, you can yell oh, okay. Uh, uh, Warren YMCA, I've got this. Nice. Oh. 
Most of us want to have fun. Killing in the name of. Thank you, Warren. <laughs> that was the Rage Against the I love this. I get the feeling that the ones on me are going to just put my I have one mission, and that. To annihilate Nassau Coliseum. Does oh, so the fact that the wrestler is the Undertaker count as one? No, that's right. Does <laughs> the fact that the wrestler is the Undertaker count as a point? Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, wait, no, I gave you the Undertaker point before. Sorry. Oh, it did you? Is oh, another yeah. wrestler name, though. So that was that was the whole video. Let's let's play it from the beginning because there was that other wrestler at the beginning. So I'll play it one more time. It seems that the demons have summoned me once more. Oh, Macho Man! To rise from yes. the darkness. Randy Savage. Not for a match, but for a war. How can I miss Macho Man? Right here. DJ and of course, by DJ <laughs> I love a hard cut. Beautiful stuff. <laughs> so, uh, in that round already, Cameron, you've got six points. So fantastic. Nicely done. Awesome. And so now it's your help, uh, chance to help out Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons. Or, or, or maybe stay silent like she did. <laughs> she was holding I'm all sorry. Back. I forgot what I was doing. I was just grooving along. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, so, in that, we also missed out on the points of Cindy Lauper, who, of course, sang... Um, Girls just want to have fun. He yeah. didn't say Cindy Lauper. And he didn't say the village people. I wasn't thinking who... I, I was just thinking the songs. I wasn't even thinking of who did them. <laughs> yeah. So there are a, a list of the artists that are sort of featured. And down. Edwin Starr, who did Wall. Yeah. yeah. It's too Freaking cool. classic. Richard, I'm going to yeah. need you to send me that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, honestly, props to Coverman for the uh, War MCA line, though. That was beautiful. Totally right, yeah. <laughs> it, well, especially the girls just want to have War MCA. <laughs> How would you spell that out with your arms, though? Like, yeah. <laughs> Dead play mantis. Um, beautiful. <laughs> we have another chance. Uh, thank you. Yes, we've got all the people out there. Um, Randy Savage Moon. <laughs> was that Peter Moon? Was that a reference um, from, was it Fast Forward? I love Peter Moon on Fast Forward. Um, uh, or Peter Boyle from... Uh, young Frankenstein, but I'm 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 getting off on a tangent because now it's Rhiannon's chance, and we're getting some points as we go into her song. Listen up and take notes at home. Listen, Ladita, look at it, you might. Right? Yeah, yeah. 
So I, I heard. Well, what was it? Uh, the uh, ketchup song. I heard. Yeah. yeah um, living a bit loca. Holy diver. And holy living diver. Living a bit loca. Yeah. Ghetto high. Oh god. <laughs> You've been overcome by licks. Yeah, yeah. Everyone say hi to Shadow. Hi Shadow. <laughs> hey Shadow. <laughs> and and you have to say hello even though he can't hear you because the Shadow knows. Does he? Does Shadow know that he weighs 40 kilos and he's squishing them? Cool. Are there any other references? Who sang Holy Diver? Who sang Holy Diver? Wasn't that um, uh, Ronnie James Dio or something? Nice. Yes. Points. Awesome. Shit, I actually did pay attention to that. What about Living (laughs) Living Loca? There's Ricky Martin. Yes, of course. Good. And the ketchup song, I think, was La Cache, uh, Las Ketchup or something. Um, Las Ketchup. I got it literally in a CD over there. Nice. Yes, you're right. Las Ketchup. It was it. Perfect. Yeah, awesome. when it popped up, the thing saying Ketchup Girls, I was like, that's what that song was called. And then when someone said, buy Las Ketchup, I'm like, wait, that's what they were called? Yeah. I know. I just did, quickly did that twice. I was just like, no, that's the name of the song, surely. Yeah. 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 And at the beginning, we had... Uh, the wrestler. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. O
So who is that random? Oh, some wannabe actor. You can help her out if you want, Cameron. Huh? You can help her out if you want. I could, but we're tied. Nice, you're right. You are tied. Beautiful done. He could help, like I helped him last week, repeatedly. Yeah. That yeah. is also a good point, you know. And I'm... I would like to point out, because of you last week, I missed dinner. So oh, that's, you owe yeah. me. Well, no, you oh, yes. oh, yes, that's right. I was putting you off your food, wasn't yes, I? We just gave you the ability to eat it twice. <laughs> you know what? For that, then, I'll tell you, it was Macho Man. Yep. So who was it, Rhiannon? Oh. Martin Man? Yes! Which is what I actually said, too. So, oh. oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, did you? Perfect. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear. Awesome. So, yes. It was probably about the time Shadow climbed on me. So. Yeah, yeah. All I could hear was the licks, the, the lapping noise <laughs> of the waves. Um, beautiful. So, currently we have Cameron Dunn effects on six points and Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons on seven points. Nicely done. Yay! The games have kicked off! <laughs> awesome. Well, let's go into another spin of that wheel if we're feeling so, so in, in, enchanted. I don't know. Hopefully you like that game. So we do have another game uh, of uh, music choices up there, which is pretty much the same way we just played that. But it's never mind the Spicks and Specs, uh, which just has a nice little logo and it looks nice. So if we don't play it, we'll probably show you the sticker anyway. Um, beautiful. So let's go into another spin of that prize wheel. Now, I do want to mention as well, I love how um, we've got the interaction going on out there. And I think it was Phil Robinson, was it? Who was saying, yeah, monster mashup. So good. I always like to hear what your favorite ones are, are out there. And it's not rigged. I don't think I can rig this wheel, the one that I've got up there. Trust me, I've tried. Um, <laughs> and so uh, if it lands on it, hopefully it'll be all the more. It's it's sort of like when we play Venkman Burn in Hell. It's it's the fluke of chance is all the more fun when we share that as a group experience. But let's spin that wheel. Awesome. So last time it was Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons' chance of spinning the whale. So now... Uh, sorry, last time it was Cameron's chance I was to spin say, the wheel. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking I was going really, really well with doing two things at once. And then I was like, <laughs> no, Richard, you didn't, you dickhead. Beautiful. So now, Re, this is your spin. Here we go. Spinning that wheel for Rhiannon. chat and we're going to hear him again it's going to be a time for pop quiz with hot shots with one of our previous guests this time being robert woods and he's going to be asking you guys a question at home and of course our guest panelists here and we want to see if you guys know the answer hopefully it's all lined up and it's not going to go wrong like it did last time but we'll find out so play along with us Hi everyone, it's Robert Woods here. I am the director of An Ideal Host, which is playing at the Sydney Underground Film Festival this month. 
I am a big fan of Christmas horror films, and I think the granddaddy of all great slasher films for me personally is Black Christmas, the original Black Christmas. So I would like you to tell me what is the name of the villain in Black Christmas? Ooh, 1974. This is the original film. <laughs> um. <laughs> nice. So, have you guys both seen Black Christmas? Seen it, know it, and giggling like an idiot. Awesome. <laughs> I'll let you take it then because my brain has just gone to mush. <laughs> <laughs> Billy! Nice, and Warren Money as well, adding in there as well, just like you said, Rihanna and Elizabeth Irons, Billy. Billy. Oh, and it came out the year he was born. Nice. Billy Lenz. Nice canine getting in there with a surname as well. Either that or they're just describing the thing that they were viewing him through. Um, (laughs) And who was the police officer, as an added bonus, who actually got the call in regards to the call coming from inside the sorority house? Ooh, I don't know. Oh, you'd be surprised. Oh, answer that just mm-hmm. after we find out from Robert Woods as he answers, because we don't know if we've got the right answer yet. Like, you know, we could be right, but we don't know. We've got to hear back from Robert Woods because he'll tell us. So tell us, Rob, were we right or wrong? And the answer, of course, on the other end of that phone, it's Billy. Yay! You was white. Yay! Very well done, ladies and gentlemen. Awesome stuff on our game of Pop Quiz with Hot Shots! It was! It was you, Rob! Nice, and we thank you so much for (laughs) supplying those. We'd still have some more Pop Quiz Hot Shots uh, rocked up and ready to go. And the good thing about the Pop Quiz with Hot Shots, they usually run relatively quickly. So we could have another spin of that wheel, yeah? Because yeah. you both got that, so I'm happy with both giving you a point for that. Uh, come on, someone tell me, who took that phone call? Oh, uh, yes. Oh, oh, yeah, we'll give you an extra point if if no one can get it. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Kay. Oh, nice, Kay got it. Can you even tell me who played him? Nice. Okay, my Kay's probably Googling away. <laughs> yeah. Well, I give can you hear the frantic typing from here. Into the Elm Street franchise. Anyone? Oh, come on. Oh, one of them has to. <laughs> no, no, it was not Johnny Depp's son. But welcome back. Sard has come over from my Twitter account, everyone. So oh, hello, Sard. Welcome in. Hey, hey. hey Warren, come, come on in. John Saxon. John Saxon. So there's your Nightmare on Elm Street link to Black Christmas. Hey, nice. <laughs> awesome. I'm just trying to find the link so I can pop that. In. And if you want to link Nightmare on Elm Street to Scream, Joseph Witt was standing on the front lawn of Glenn's house, which was Johnny Depp's house after he went up in a geyser of blood and joseph witt would go on to play the sheriff in scream oh cool so, so i know my horror stuff you can tell right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
I did just put a link in there, but I've now seen that it's <laughs> out ah. of date. So I'm just going to put this in here. This is um, an ideal host, so you can check out his film. I'm just going to put that into the chat there. So hopefully that's the right link. If not, it's got the uh, handle for you to find the Instagram account for an ideal host, and you can check it out over there too. Beautiful! Awesome! Sweet! Good! Okay, day. So, then let's go into another spin of that wheel. We're going back into it. Whoop, 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 whoop. Again, this is still for Rhiannon's chance. Whee! You know I hate it. You know it's it's just a bane of my existence. It's one of the things that like you know every week I go. I really hope we don't, but unfortunately we've landed on a Chrono Loco. <laughs> so open up for both of you this time. You both get the chance at points on this one. We've got five films in front of us, and all you got to do is put them in the correct order. Because at the moment, they're currently Chrono Loco! And they need to be put back into order. So, uh, yeah, let's come back into this screen so I can bring it up on the backboard so that we can see it. Uh, a little bit of fun with the films that we've got there. We'll just read them out as we go up into it. Whoop. Okie day. So, first up, we've got Turner and Hooch. Next up, we've got Once Bitten. Next up, Sin City. Next, Top Secret. Then, The Descent. Do you guys know any of these films? Are you au fait with all of them? Don't know any of them? I absolutely love Turner and Hooch. It's one of those ones that my dad and I just constantly sit there and watch and laugh at. <laughs> yeah. It's good fun, um, isn't it? Have you actually seen the new series that they've made? Of which one? Turner and Hooch. There's a new series on Disney Plus. There is. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's um. Images I found. Uh, Josh Peck is playing him. So if you watched Drake and Josh, yeah, Josh is in it. Oh, cool. So, um, yeah, I found photos of that like that were different when I was looking it up. So that's now yeah, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, there's, there's a um a series now. So <laughs> I haven't actually watched. Yeah. Cool. We've got an Olay. We've got a top secret classic from Phil Robinson. We've got Once Bitten. Yay. Uh, Rob Wood saying, I know all about Once Bitten. Um, we'll have to add that to my list. Um, and then Phil Robinson saying, how silly can you get, Phil? Oh, you. Um, beautiful. So, uh, yeah, Once Bitten, Jim Carrey film about a vampire um, bitten on the neck. You know, just... Uh, Turner and Hooch, detectives, and their, um, was it, his partner is a dog. Um, Sin City, uh, you guys could probably tell me about Sin City. I actually haven't seen Sin City. Skeet surfing, yay. Oh, uh, well, it came out in 1872, and, um... in 2005, <laughs> I know that much. Explains why it's black and white. <laughs> yeah, exactly, that's, that's totally the reason why. <laughs> yeah, but was I, um, was it Alan Moore? 
um, a graphic novel that was uh, yeah. yeah turned into uh, a film. And uh, Alan Moore was the same one who did, I think, 300. Um, and some other Was things. it Alan Moore? It's a, I think it was a different I think you're right. I, th- I think I'm wrong. I don't think it's Alan yeah, Moore. Yeah, Alan Moore was Watchmen, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different guys. Frank Miller. Frank Miller. Thank you, Robert. Frank Miller. Thank you, Robert Woods. Yes, thank you. Um, but yeah, um, uh, who, who had that very unique sort of style and stuff like that. And so when they did it, that was all shot on green screen. You can get a, uh, a a rough cut, like a 10 minute sped up version of the whole film, all on green screen without any of the effects. And they really utilized the digital red, um, the way it illuminates light to uh, make uh, Elijah Wood's glasses shine and the blood shine in a thematic uh, instance have you either of you guys seen top secret i have yeah i don't think i have oh you need to see yeah if you like flying high i think you should see top secret Mm. yeah it was made by the Uh, same i feel like it might also be one of those ones the second i put it on go oh wait i have seen this (laughs) yeah it it might be yeah um, it's, it's again, it's like, uh, what is it? A uh, fatal instinct. It's just yeah. silly. It's great and silly. Um, and on the end there, the descent, you guys have fay with the descent. Oh, it's a classic. I love it. It's a mm-hmm. great film. Yeah, it really it is. is. What did you think of the sequel? Have you seen the sequel? I, I remember I seeing seen it. I haven't seen the sequel. I remember seeing it, but I don't think I enjoyed it because I can't remember anything in it. Anytime yes, I'm remembering um, the second one, I'm remembering the ending of the first one. You know how they have that fake out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, chocolate. Well, actually, the fake out was um, included for the, the British release. I think the US release actually ended with her escaping. Oh. And then the fake out was actually the, the British release. Oh. Oh. So, um, yeah, no, I, I much preferred. It should have been a standalone film. Yeah. I, I oh, no, I've got Nightwish stuck in my head now, just the mention of the descent. So. Yeah. Oh um, my god! Oh, okay. So I've written all these down, and uh, I'm just going to take a guess. Cool. So and no people, yeah, out there in the chat, please feel free to help them out where you think that they go, which you think came first, which you think came last. All I'll right. Bring it back so up so you can see it all. My order is um, top secret because mm-hmm. I'm pretty certain that actually came out before I was born. Yeah. Uh, followed by Once Bitten. Mm-hmm. Um. Turner and Hooch is third spot. Cool. Um, I think Sin City came out before The Descent, so Sin City fourth and then The Descent final. Nice. I have no idea. So. Awesome. So you're going to say that order? Yeah, that's my order. Nice. Awesome. And you got that written down so I can refer to that. I, I, do, I actually did write it down. Perfect. Just in case, Cameron, you do not concur, which order would you think that they would be in? You know, I, I I feel like I have to mix something up with it just for just in case, yeah. Well, just in case. Um, what was, that? Uh, I was just say, is, I, Phil I know Sin City. I Sin City and the Descent. I I'm pretty sure there was only <laughs> yeah. like one or two years difference between them. No, so uh, I think they both came out in 2005, but I can't work out which one came first because I saw the Descent in the cinema in 2005. Uh-huh. Okay. And I'm I'm like. 90% certain that Sin City had only come out a couple of months before that. Oh, God, I hate uh, the fact that I think you're right. Um, <laughs> Robert, was my, my biggest concern is Top, top Secret and Once Bitten. <laughs> I, I think Top Secret was 1984. Mm. Like once Bitten, I think, was 85. And Turner and Hooch, I, I know, it was like 1989. So. Yeah. 
Nice. It was, yeah, because when it first um, popped up, before I even actually started thinking when the movies had come out, my, my brain was immediately like, okay, let's look at their hairstyles. Um, yes, yeah, the hairstyles. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, yeah. Um, but, uh, so what you, you know say- what? Just to, just to mix it up, and I'm probably going to lose points for it, let's just swap Sin City and The Descent around just okay. to see. <laughs> nice, good. It's stuff. the only thing I can think of that could potentially be different. Yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah. I, I, uh, I have no idea, but yeah, I think it's a pretty good lineup, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's a great lineup. Um, uh, a whole bunch of good films. I only saw one Spitten recently, and so that's why I put it up there. Because mm. it's just like, huh, oh, I didn't how know. amazing is Jim Carrey though? Like, he's I mean, brilliant. He's he is. He's amazing. He's fantastic. Actually, it was, I was um playing one of the part. Actually, I think it was the one last week that you were on, Cameron and Richard. You pulled a face and. One of the girls that I was watching it with was like, holy shit, he looks like Jim Carrey. It <laughs> oh, was like thanks. an ace venture of face. Yeah. So, oh, I do vaguely remember. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at photos now and I'm just going, yeah, I'll take it as a compliment. Because this, Please take it as every a Every single photo is different. Everything, like, you know, first one's just him going, hmm. Other one's him going, nice smile. Other one's big beard and bushy and stuff like that. And then this, like, crazy sort of, like, Nick Nolte sort of one like that, which is great fun. <laughs> um, but there is a film, I, I'm just looking him up, because the film that he did before Ace Ventura Peck Detective was one that I still want to see, and I've only just now remembered it. Uh, it's something to do with an uh, ice mountain or something like that, or... I don't know. That's something, uh, viewing off, off air, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Copper Mountain. It was a TV movie. That's what it's called. Sweet. That might be why I had no idea what you're on about. <laughs> yeah, it was a poster uh, that I saw on his. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, cool. Good. Yeah. Okay, so that's our order. Let's see if I can come back to Chronolocker and we will find out which is the correct order. So, starting with the uh, first film that came out, Top Secret was released on the 9th of August, 1984. So, correct position. So, you both got a point for that. Nice. nice. Awesome. Uh, the next one to come out uh, was in the year 1985, and that was Once Bitten on the 15th of the 11th, ninthly done. Yay! Yay! And then the next one to come out was 1989, which of course was Turner and yeah. Hooch. So, of course, you got those points too. Nicely done. So let's see if I lose two points. Yes. So uh, release. <laughs> to be fair, I'm not that confident. <laughs> <laughs> so release. I, I'm almost certain you're right. That's the bit that's annoying me the most. <laughs> I, I just had to do it differently. I, I, I can't just agree. <laughs> so you were right in saying that they were both released in 2005. Oh, yay. <laughs> one was released in July and one was released in April. The Descent um... was released on the 11th of April 2005. Oh, well yes. done, Cameron. And Sin City was on the 14th oh. of July. So does that mean, oh. Cameron, you got those points? Yay. Yay. The irony, though, is if you go by US release, the Descent would have come out first. Yes. Oh. Oh, so so yeah. um, Sin City would have come out first, because Sin City was, I think, April release in the US. I'm pretty sure the US release dates, the Descent. Either way, though. Yeah. Oh, and I was wrong, too. It wasn't April, sorry. It was March. <laughs> ah. <laughs> My bad. So, yeah, but it was still the 11th yeah, of 2005. Uh, nice. Yeah, American. 
Yeah. Awesome. Cool. So points abound. Uh, and you've taken over the, the first place leaderboard because we've got Rihanna Elizabeth Irons on 11 points and Cameron Dunn on 12 points. So nicely done in our Yay. fantastic <laughs> game. Yay. <laughs> our game of what's it called, ladies and gentlemen? What is it called? It's called Chrono Loco. Ah, <laughs> oh, too much fun to be had. Too much fun, I say. Ah, uh, good stuff. So, with that leaderboard being there, I'll turn off the Chrono Loco backboard. And does that mean we've come to that point of the night where we're going to play a quick game of Venkman Burn in Hell. Nice. So I have in front of me a whole bunch of cards. A green star, a black cross, a black star, a red cross, a black circle, black wavy lines, a black box, and another black box. Oh, golly me. Oh, gee, gee. Awesome stuff. So I'm going to just shuffle through them down here. I'm not going to know which one I'm going to be holding up. And then I'm going to hold it up. And I want you guys at home in the chat and also out there in our panel to say which one you think it is. Okay, here we go. Uh, I haven't got any magical powers or any psychic powers, but I'm going to be trying to be using my extra sensory perception to communicate to you what this shape is in a way that is not in the English language verbatim form. Mm. Shadow, darling, what do you think Richard's holding up? Yeah, Shadow, what do you think it is? He rolled over and started snoring. So oh. <laughs> I don't know if there's just like a, a line, like an underscore. Oh, uh, you know what? I'm going to go for like a, a... Let's go for a red cross. A red cross? Nice. I have, I have no idea. I do not have ESP. I have ESPN. Yes, yeah, you have sporting <laughs> channels. Yeah, leave, what you? leave me with the sports. Okay, yeah. using my ultimate psychic powers. Please don't go it's back a green star, and while I'm in there, I'll take your pin number. Oh, you got it. <laughs> so you're saying green star? And I'll go with green star. Rhiannon, you said it was the red cross. Uh, red cross. Yes, yeah. nice. Everybody else out there was saying. Uh, Canine said a black star. Warren Money says couple of wavy lines. <laughs> um, Phil Robinson concurs and says wavy lines. Beautiful stuff. It was Canine got it right. A black star. I'm absolutely ah. convinced that Kay has got ESP because she got it last week. Oh, nice. As well. Awesome. Well, so, okay, if you can tell me what the uh, next lotto numbers are, that would be really appreciated. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you've won a couple of times. Yeah, I think that there's um, something something awry out there. Either that or they're, like, you know, copying my um, IP address and watching everything <laughs> that's happening on every screen. <laughs> Wait, um, you, you mean that I could have done that? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Someone out there might be smart and they might know how to do it. Don't do it. Stay hydrated. <laughs> Oh, every time I take a sip of this, I just get a wave of where I don't know what I'm thinking. It's it's amazing. <laughs> when drinking as a younger person, I never realized how the effects of the chemical really hit your like body and bloodstream. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's incredible. Um, oh, I, I've had that a few times where, like, yeah, now I'll sit there and be like, okay, I have hit this stage now, and this is when this stuff happens. Yeah. 
yeah, as opposed it. to before where all of a sudden I'm sitting there being like, yeah, everything sucks now, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, yeah. No, I've learned that. That's why I'm slowly sipping the same wine over like, you know, Yeah, now I just hours. say everything sucks um, sober. Um, that's it, that's it. Yeah, yeah, we just realized everything. Oh, there we go. And there's the um, the lottery numbers. Perfect. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> if, if, I, I would love it if that comes up there. And 42 is in there. Good. Awesome. <laughs> Good. We've got the f- f- number 42 in there. Perfect. Awesome stuff. I do love that you put 13 in there, though, Phil. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, us 13 babies have to sort of stick together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Phil, just to let you know, I'm copy pasting that just in case. <laughs> just for the record, though, if that actually just, turns just in case. Up... <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, 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 we... If I suddenly vanish and am never on this show again, we'll know why. Yeah. I'll track you down. I'll, oh, no, I'll just be uh, conveniently as far away from anyone able to chase me up for stealing his uh, numbers. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming if they know the numbers, they'll know how to find you. Uh, um, but, but also, too, it's, this isn't affiliated with Qu- Quiz Arena Live nor YouTube. Uh, but do feel free to <laughs> go ahead and um, have a play with it. Hell, I'd even be... Is there one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? Oh, there's one more number. Otherwise, try it as a phone number, too, and see who answers. Um, Let's just say gamble responsibly, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and drink responsibly, too. Um, yeah. Um, but I was going to say, I found um, Bill Murray's... I don't know if it's really his number, but I found it, and I was like, what we should do is we should just get drunk one night and, and on one of these and call him. And just you know, just say hey, and then hopefully it'll go through, and we end up having a chat with him. I have Kevin Bacon's number in my phone. Oh, fantastic! Nice. We'll put the kettle on, and we'll get those six degrees going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, terrible dead jokes. But yeah, no, that's cool. The more the merrier. Um, tell him we we want him as a guest. Um, oh man, you'd never get rid of me then. Yeah. I love Awesome, too. Well, we didn't get to some of the games, or do we want to have one last spin of the wheel? We are a little bit early tonight. Um, spin that wheel! You want to spin that wheel? Bring it on. Okie day. Well, then, let's let's bring this wheel up here. Also, because I'm still trying to locate my questions that I, I've been writing for this week. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Awesome. So, let's spin that wheel one last time and find out what we're playing. <laughs> It's a game of chicken or egg, ladies and gentlemen. So it's that fun time of the week where we get to ask ourselves that biological question. But don't worry, we've already answered that so many times. But this time, we get to see a new stinger as we go into our game of chicken or egg. So the game of chicken or egg, which um, it was um so cute, but my erotic brain just went so into a dark place after yeah. watching that egg explode. <laughs> yeah, no, for when the yolk comes out, like you know, yeah. my search history is terrible because I looked up squirt sound effects. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, I write sex for a living, okay? So... <laughs> 
<laughs> I just imagine you were like a graffiti artist just going around like spray painting sex on walls. <laughs> <laughs> like the Ghostbusters. If, if I could get paid for that, I totally would. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, another sexual reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, fanfare. Hey, if you ever want applause during sex, put on a live album. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? Chicken or egg? Okay, good. So we got our chicken or egg up the back there. Beautiful stuff. So, um... <laughs> oh, wait. Sardisim said something about an animation. I want to read it. Um, Sardisim, the animation of the yolk coming out was suggestive. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> All right? The sound effect was even more. <laughs> yes! We got Warren money. He said he's eating pizza. <laughs> So yes, you're not alone. Rihanna is a fine. Same thing happened last week. I spread it to you, Rihanna, and you've yep. spread it to Yeah. Uh, now that's a song. Oh, sorry, no, Warren. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if this is the reference I found of this was from a show. So do you guys know what that sh- song was from? That show. What? What? The, what was the name of the show that that song was from? Uh-huh. Probably a bad time to bring up. I wasn't paying attention. I was too busy laughing at Yuck. <laughs> I'll play it again just because it's a new stinger and I've only seen it once, so let's do it again. It's the squirt sounds that make it. Um No, was it wasn't the flying circus. Uh yes! Sesame Street, Lewis, that's the one that I that's the reference I got it from. It was Sesame Street. Oh. Yeah. My brain was going to, like, Looney Tunes level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. It was you a... did that. I was going to, like, Molly Grubbs and Lift Off. <gasps> oh, yes! Molly Grubbs off. Molly Grubbs <laughs> reference. Fuck, I love oh, that Oh, I swear, joke. like, I remember that joke creeped me out as a kid. <laughs> it creeped me out so much, too, but I loved it. It was so good. Yeah. What is it about Australian TV shows as children that were just so creepy? Like, I mean, lift off with EC, the, the doll EC. with, like, no face. And, and the bags that came Yeah! I don't know. No wonder Australians are so screwed up. Yeah. Or the <laughs> eye we showed our children. Yeah. Oh, God, the eye on the plant. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, actually, a reference to, like, because that then always segues in my head to my stepmom as an alien. Was that it? With Dan Aykroyd? Yeah. And- Oh, yes. in a yes. bag, the, the alien robot yeah. thing in a bag. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was a great film too. Yeah. So good. So many. <laughs> awesome. So let, let's go into our game then, a chicken or the egg. So uh, obviously one came first. I want you to tell me which came first, the chicken or the egg. Wait a sec. Do we need buzzers for this? Let's oh, no, most girls tell me it's usually <laughs> made of those really post, but... buzzers? I mean, we're just going to shout it out anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know. True. Yeah. You either both get the point or you can go against each other. There we go. Okay, fine. Awesome. So chicken or egg. First one. Which came first? The decimalization system or the metricization system? Decimal system or the metric system? In Australia. Oh, In Australia. God. Down Oof. under, mate. Blarmy stone. That's not... That's Irish, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. More wine. I'm, I'm oh. going to go with decimal... You go to the decimal system? Yeah. yeah. Do you concur, uh, Rihanna? Yeah, I, I think... I can't tell you the year, though, but... Oh, yeah, no, i got no idea no, of the years. That's honestly year. a guess. I'm just like, yeah, um, yeah, that makes sense. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's find yeah, out. I think it is. Yes! Yay! It was the decimal system. You both got a point. Yay! Huzzah. 
Awesome. Jeez, Next one. Phil got in with 66. Well done, Phil. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, Phil got it right on the edge. Um, that would have been, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, my parents definitely would have known this one because they were in school at the time when the transition happened. For the 1966, it went from pounds, pilling, shents, whatever. There was a oh, my God, poem. I know that stupid song, too. Yeah. yeah. In come the dollars, yeah. the cents. Yeah, um and what was it we mentioned on twitter but have either of you seen kung pao of course oh, oh. <laughs> Love such kung a pao. beautiful movie such a good movie oh so cute bye-bye <laughs> so good i love it um and what was it i was i, I love it steve um uh, odekirk um liked it so i was just like yay recognition yes <laughs> um, he was, of course, was um, the. I think he was the writer and director for um, Ace Ventura Two. I think it was Two. Yeah, Ace Ventura: Peck Detective Two. Um, yeah, yeah uh, an awesome, crazy mind, it, brilliant. Uh, check out Kung Pao if you haven't seen it. I had the chosen edition on oh, Kung Pao. Oh. That would have been so cool. Chosen oh, I'm one. insanely jealous. That's so cool. Super My jealous. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> Betty, awesome. So next one. Um, you should have gone with A. <laughs> yeah. Which came first, Dick Sargent or Dick York? This is, of course, pertaining to a certain Bewitch. TV show. Yes, Bewitch. When nature calls. Oh, that's right. That was the name of. God, I love Bewitch. <laughs> so good. Oh, so cool. So this might be a generational thing that um, maybe um. Others might know, or if you've binged the whole season. Um, I'm, I'm going to side with the comments and say York. <laughs> so you're going to say York? Yeah. Awesome. Nice. And what would you say, Rihanna? Um, actually, I think it was Dick York played him the, played Darren the most. I think it was actually Dick Sargent who played him originally. Nice. Let's um, find out. Because someone suffered an injury. Oh, no, wait a second. I don't know. One Just of them what you're thinking, Phil Robinson's mentioned to... the rhino birth in Ace Ventura 2, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> and there is a video I saw on my um, YouTube feed today where someone you has just... done a deep fake of um, William Defoe on his face. <laughs> and oh, it, actually, now so that you funny. mention it, now I'm going to have to check my Facebook because I remember a while back I sat down as like the very like no, first thing not. on there is like, you know, event birth. And I chucked that the picture of the yeah. rhino birth there. Yeah, and now I'm York, very curious if it's there. I'm so. going to have to sit there and scroll for like several years of cringy, cringy content. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Sardazine. No, it was actually it was actually Dick York because he injured his back actually on set, and he it ended up degenerating so badly that he couldn't continue. Yeah. So he was replaced by Dick Sargent. So you're both going York. The rest of the show. Go on the York. So you're both going York. Awesome. People out there, I'm sure can curl. Let's find out which came first. Which which Dick was first? It was Dick York. Nicely hey. done. Points abound. From 1964 to <laughs> 1967. Uh, and Dick Sargent was from 1970 to 1972. Okay, which Dick came first? <laughs> Mine. Um, uh, <laughs> wait a sec. From a biological perspective, wouldn't it have been the clitoris? Anyway. Um... <laughs> Let's go into which came first in Australia, Mint Slice or Tim Tam? Oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh. Um, they taste on. very different from shit, but um, uh, one slightly mintier than the other. Which came first? That song's in my head now. 
I'm going to base this entirely on my mum's preference. Cool. So I'm going to go with mint slice. <laughs> mint slice, yum. You can never go wrong with a mint slice. It's like the after-dinner mints. They're just always good. Mm. Uh, although I have uh, found I'm basing people... that because I'm like, well, she likes them more than Tim Tams, so yeah. therefore, yeah. I find them more consistent. If you... I'll usually buy a packet and I'll just eat the whole thing. And so halfway through, at least halfway through, I'll get used to the taste or just go, oh, it all tastes like Tim Tam. Where at least with Mint Slice, you've always got like a three-choice mix. Um, you, you say that, but the problem is, is I'm more a Tim Tam person. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, having said that, uh, are you double coat? I'm always a double coat or nothing Tim Tam. Oh, it has to be. It has to be, yeah. It, it has to be. The second that came out, it, it changed the game. <laughs> it totally did, yeah. Yeah. Um, although heat, I think, is the biggest problem. That would be my one downfall, I think, for, mm. for living up north, like, you know, in, in yeah. the tropics where it's, it's beautiful weather, but eating chocolate would just be like... <laughs> that specifically. Actually, I do remember um, we had a... I think it was last year when it was really hot one day. I went into a little corner shop and it was just... You saw, like, all the um, chocolates on the wall were just sitting there like this yeah. <laughs> on the yeah. shelf. Uh, I'm just looking up because uh, Canine said that they haven't got Tim uh, the mint slice. Uh, it, it's from the Arnott's company, so it's um, hmm. it's. I'm sure you would have one. I'm just trying to find what yeah. would be the equivalent, but you would have something like the the exact same mint slice cookie thing. I'm sure. Hmm. So that you're just like a chocolate biscuit and mint, pleh, covered in <laughs> chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's a brilliant description. Mint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I didn't want to say phlegm. Um, <laughs> sorry, Warren, if you're still eating. <laughs> um, awesome. Um, but yeah, shout us out if you do find out what a mint slice is, because I'm pretty sure it would be just the same sort of thing, uh, just yeah. different chemicals, <laughs> ingredients. Um, so what what were you gonna say? You're gonna say Tim Tam? I was saying mint slice. You're saying mint slice, and yeah. Rhiannon? Um, yeah, I, I I know that the Tim Tams came out in the '60s. That's all I know. Because I don't actually eat the mint slice ones, so yeah, so... yeah. Um, I might actually just go Tim Tams. So you go go Tim Tams. Um, I'm yeah, I'm pretty certain I'm wrong, but that's all right. Let's find I'm out. I kind of want one. Should I go get my oh. Tim Tams? Oh, unfortunately, they are the same the age as my mother too. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, it's true. Um, but still, both so delicious. What was it? Um. The if ever you're driving through Strathfield, there's like the massive factory, the Arnott's factory that was operating until I think the 80s, the mid 80s, and now it's a bowling alley and a um a, a DFO, um but yeah, it's still got the big sign of Arnott's and stuff like that too. But anyway, for me being an Aussie living in Sydney, that was like one of the quintessential things. It was just like Arnott's is Australia, um and yes, actually that Warren did get that right. It is Thin Mints in the US. Thin Mints, perfect, uh... awesome. Thank you for that. Yes. Thin mints, perfect. Awesome. Well, let's find out what is up next on our next chicken or egg. Which came first, Microsoft or Apple? <laughs> what you wouldn't give to go back in time and just like throw Invest. ten bucks into <laughs> Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, um, wouldn't you be upset I... if you went back and you invested, unfortunately, like in apples as in the fruit? Like you know. So... <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and you came back and go, I'm a millionaire, and yeah. then you just got like a house made out of pulp. I think I know the answer to this one. I'm pretty sure it's Apple, mm-hmm. um, because I, I I'm from watching Microsoft. Pirates of Silicon Valley. Sure <laughs> nice. So you're saying Apple, Cameron? I'm pretty sure it was Apple slash no, Macintosh. Yeah. And you're going Microsoft, Brianna. I think Microsoft. Oh, that was like what 1970. 
five. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure what was it the it had something to do with the operating system was taken by one of them and developed like for the public, I think, for the other one. Mm. I'm not going to say the names because I might reveal it, but let's find out. It was Microsoft. So Rhiannon, you got the point. Wait, what? Nineteen seventy-five. Nice. Nicely done. Awesome. I haven't been taking points off because then the last one I was sort of like, maybe I'll take a. I should have been doing it because we did that first round. It was we got a lot of points, but I still haven't because it would have been equal now. So uh, you're not though. Aha. Uh, yeah, because what I heard was um, my understanding of it was that Apple, or at least the precursor to Apple and things, um, they had developed an operating system. Uh, but Microsoft got a copy of that or, or was able to get that code and develop it in their Windows-based sort of system and made it more... Um, available to... More, yeah, yeah available, so they weren't building their own friendly. computers for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but because um, Apple had, I think, the graphical user interface, mm. it was like the first thing to incorporate color or something like that into it, into their monitor and something, mm. and they separated the keyboard. They did like They each had their own sort of things, but yeah. That's where I would have gone with that. So good work. Yeah. Next up, let's find. I think out I need to rewatch that movie now. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Oh, there's so many. Because now I'm anyway. just like that movie has failed me. Yeah. <laughs> Which came first? Our last question in oh, chicken or egg oh, in God. Australia was it the E A Falcon or was it the V N Commodore? Woo! Mm. Aussie cars. Oh. oh man, I have no idea. Neither. Well, I do because I. Oh my I... god, you're the master, people. <laughs> no, I mean, the worst bit is, is it's like I don't know, like is it is there anyone in Bathurst watching this? Because I'm heading there next week, and I feel like I'm going to get beaten up for getting this wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, good point. Well, that's it. I feel like you've got to calibrate with people when this sort of when it's obviously a a contention for friendship when someone's like, "Why mm. are you a Ford or a, a, a Commodore person, or you know, Holden or a Ford person?" Mm. And I'm like, God, I don't I'm give a shit. Having said that, I did drive... I'll go with the Commodore both. just to... And the Commodore yeah. I drove was far better. But yeah. <laughs> they were both oh, second-hand. And... My car's going to leave them for dead anyway. i got a turbo on mine. I was about to say, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got a real car. None of this second-hand <laughs> shit. Well, yeah. the, guys, the guys in my estate, they're, they're all idiots. You know, they all drive these V8s and they sit at the lights and they just rev their engines. So I flip my car into sport mode and take off. Yes! these guys for dead. But I'm racing that, for pinks. That just, like, ruins their, like, tyres or, like, it'd have to be bad for the gears or something. Oh, it ruins their egos. <laughs> yeah, it just... <laughs> they shrink back inside and get all wrinkly. Yeah. <laughs> um, beautiful. Okay, Especially so does anybody else the out there... Anybody else as uh, is, is a rev head might know which came first, the EA Falcon or the VN Commodore. So this isn't, I don't think this is saying the um, if Ford or Holden came first. This is two specific brands. Just these specific ones, I think yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, Rhiannon went with Falcon just so, like, even though I get the feeling she's probably right, I'll say Commodore just to be different. Nice, just to mix it up. I, I like have it. No freaking idea. <laughs> awesome. Let's find out which came first. It was the EA Falcon. Oh my god! By a lot less time than I was expecting. <laughs> nice. So you got that right in your round. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, coincidentally, I was actually thinking eighty-eight. I was okay. thinking eighty-eight or eighty-nine. So yeah, Dang. it was only like a couple of months. So very nicely done. Um, hasn't really helped us out on the points, though. We've both got 13 and 13 oh, in our game of chicken or egg. Awesome stuff, though. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully we'll be seeing a little bit more of the chicken or the egg in future games. Oh, which come first, the chicken or the egg? The chicken or the egg?
like like a razor head sort of like you know flashes I had there, like with a whole baby at the end. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, cool, awesome, sweet. Well, let's let's chuck it over to you, Rhiannon, because I do believe you have a couple of questions for us. Oh, I certainly do. Woo! Let me bring it up on my phone, which I turned off purposely for this. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. Sorry, just give me like two seconds to get through. Alrighty, this one here. True or false? Yay! A... False. <laughs> wait, wait. Technically, wouldn't it have been? She, is she's asking a question? Is that true or false? So it would be true because she's asking the question, wouldn't it? So I'm going to take a point off. Cameron, <laughs> life is a lie. False. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Go for it. Oh, shit. <laughs> I apparently need more alcohol to deal with you boys. Yes. Okay. So, true or false, a teen can be seen reading the book Jaws in Jaws 2. Oh, cool. Um, I, I feel like because I'm the host, I should go the opposite and give the grace up to Cameron. So, whichever you say, I'm going to go opposite. Okay, I'll go with uh, true. Awesome, I'll go false. Well, congratulations, Richard. You get a point. Yay, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it Yay! was false. Awesome. And uh, by the way, those of you playing along at home, the way it works out, if I get points, I take the points off you. <laughs> so, yes. So, unfortunately, Cameron, you lost a point. And again, too. <laughs> Sorry. Awesome. I like this. I... Next question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, in 1997, the movie The Ugly was released. What nation released it? The Ugly. It is a psychological thriller and one that I do highly recommend to the point that I've actually sent this film overseas to multiple people to go and see it. Mm -hmm. so. And I haven't seen it. I'm screwed. <laughs> I haven't seen it either. But oh, it's, okay. it's, it's the country. I'm not going to look it up because I was like, I was about to look it up because I want to find it later on. Um, well, actually, Richard, you'll find it on my Instagram if you go into my little horror quiz. Oh, perfect. Um, I'll go with what Warren said and say New Zealand. Awesome. And I'm going to Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. So um, Warren said New Zealand. So Cameron's saying that one. And yeah. uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to find it in time. So I'm just going to say um, no. Mauritania. <laughs> well, it is New Zealand. Hey, nicely done. Yeah. It Cameron is, got and point. it is one of those films. Points, please. Points. <laughs> Yes. The the ugly was actually featured in the uh, documentary. Well, not even the documentary, I suppose, but Boogeyman: The Killer compilation. Ooh. So they showcased twenty different serial killers in Boogeyman: The Killer compilation, and Simon from The Ugly is actually featured. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. No, I'm definitely gonna check that out, especially the New Zealand film. I think the last um, big time that a New Zealand film came out that was horror was that Sheep one. Black sheep. Black sheep. Mm. Yeah, yes. I loved that. That was so Beautiful much movie. fun. Well, the the ugly is really dark. Really screws with your head. I had to watch it about three times just to get my mind around it. But it is a phenomenal Ooh. film. Cool. Awesome. I'm intrigued. Definitely it's gonna be fun. We should do a like a, a a broadcast watch. We all sit down and watch it like a mystery science theater three thousand. Oh yes. I will happily do that if yeah. someone can set up my uh, multi-region DVD player for me. By yeah. all means. Well, one of the things that I was trying to do, and because Saul and I were talking about this, getting some old cinemas or old theaters and doing something like an event in them, because that would be great, wouldn't it? Just to be able to go. I have a couple here in Brisbane. Oh, that would be very helpful. There's one down the road at Hurstville, but it's it's recently just got bought by a developer, and so it's <laughs> it's in that intermediary stage. But yeah, the good thing about that is you just say hire it for a night 
and you just do it on that night and it's a yeah. so that'd be a hey, good I'm, I'm down for that awesome classic films yes yes okay so this one will be for heads will roll if you get this one wrong Ooh. Which actor was the headless horseman in Sleeping Hollow? Oh, I know this one. Oh, it's been way too long since I've seen it. Shit. <laughs> um, I'm sure you could I do a good really impression of him. Sleeping. I could do a good impression of him. Mm-hmm. Or anyone, any, everyone does. So. Oh, what? Oh, what? Christopher Walken. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Nice. And it was yeah. just before Warren Money got it, so you got the point. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice. Okay. But he was what riding a horse in that town? one. Sorry, he wasn't walking. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so sorry. Oh, my dad jokes were bad. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that says a lot because I I post a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't paid any child support, so I don't know where they are. But. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Um, hey, uh, Phil oh, Robinson got that in there. Sayad Azim, Warren Money, all of them near Christopher Walken. Very well done. All right. Well, they this one's going to challenge you. <laughs> what is the name of the town in the movie Disturbing Behavior? Ooh, I haven't seen Disturbing Behavior. Neither, and that's the bit that's getting me now. Uh, the film came out in the 90s, um, sort of in that mid-slasher era, so from, say, 96 to 99. What was the uh, question? Stars Katie Holmes, Nick Stoll, and James um, Marston. What was oh. the, what was the name of the town? Was the question was it the town? Okay. Yeah. Gatton's coming to mind. Just. <laughs> well, would you like me to give you four examples? Uh, yeah. Well, let's go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Th- okay. So type one, two, three, or four in chat when you get it. So, one Antonio Bay, two Woodsboro, three Southport. Full Cradle Bay. And what was the name of the film? Disturbing Behavior. I'm going to go with, what was it, Woodsport? I think you said was one of them. Uh, Antonio Bay, Woodsboro, Southport. Woodsboro, yeah, Bay. I'll go with Woodsboro. That sounds horror-ish. Nice. <laughs> well, it is horror-ish because that is the town in Scream. Oh! <laughs> That's nice. why it sounded familiar. <laughs> but Kay got it. It nice. is Cradle Bay. Cradle Bay, nicely oh. done, Kay. Oh, I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> and thank you for playing with me, Warren Money, by adding the numbers in there too. Because <laughs> I put in two and I was like, I don't remember what it was, but I remember it was Selection 2. <laughs> nice. Okay, so here's just one random one. Mm-hmm. In the movie Identity, what date was every character's birthday? Ooh. Identity. What was every character's birthday? And it's just the date. I'm not looking for a month. I'm just looking for a single date. So you have a choice between 1 to 31. And yes, Phil, Antonio Bay is in the fog. Gonna... And Southport is from I Know What You Did Last Summer. Nice. Uh, I'm going to pick a, down the road. a random number then, and I'm going to go 13. Not so random, I guess, is it? Mm-hmm. 28. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to go 28. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Anyone in chat? Which birth date did everyone in movie Identity have? It's a good film, though. It sounds good. It's um John Cusack. Um, oh. All these strangers rock up to a motel, mm-hmm. and they've all got one thing in common, and it's their birth date. Cool. Because I was about to say, what was it? That room number, such and such, that he was in. 
1408. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was coming to mind, and now I'm I'm blending the two and Clue, so it's. <laughs> well, um, uh, Jake Busey was in it as well. Uh, Gary Busey's uh... son. Um, Ray Lolita was in it as well. Yeah. Um, I want to say Amanda Peet, but I'm not sure. Debussy. Oh, so good. Uh, everyone's close, but no cigar. So it's not November the 4th? It's not the 7th? No. Um, let's just th- shout out other numbers. Cameron, go for it. Um, 10. 10? Because <laughs> um, uh, 10 would be correct. Hey, what? you got it! <laughs> yes! What? Yes! <laughs> I love it. Love it so much. <laughs> Beautiful. We're back to being tired again. <laughs> Yay! Yes! Awesome stuff. Well, if that's the case, maybe why... No, we won't. Um, I was going to add too many points there and just play a random D20. Um, uh, instead, though, because we're about uh, running a bit late into it, we might go into our Quiz Arena tournament. If Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. That was your five questions, was it? That's it was awesome. Good. Yeah. I'm, I'm still drinking, so I'm not too sure. I hope I'm not cutting you off. Oh. No, no, no. You got five. Beautiful. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. That was awesome. And great questions in there. And there are more on Instagram if y'all want to have a look. Yes. Check her out. Awesome. And you oh, want me to actually compete in this, don't you? So. Uh, you don't have to, but I was just thinking we'll test out the... um the thing to see uh, if it's locked off. Oh, well, let's give it a test. Cool. Okie day. Um, beautiful. I'll do the T's and C's. Oh, I just have to sort of do it off the top of my head again. Um, beautiful. Awesome. So, yes, we are going to be going into our fourth round of the Quiz Arena tournament uh, where you guys get to play along at home. There's going to be ten multiple choice questions of all film genres, not just horror. And to play along, all you need to do is type the number to the corresponding answer into the chat on the side there for it to be registered. Uh, it's all being done by the Live Reacting website, and it'll all be calculated in that, at the end of which it will choose a winner, and it'll spit it out at us, and then we'll be able to give you your prize. Uh, we have excluded a couple of the previous winners. I think Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons, Cameron Dunn, and... And uh, Phil Robinson are up there at the moment, um, just because you've won a lot of prizes very recently. Uh, so if you have won um, the prize, it will usually go to the next episode where you won't be able to uh, win again. Please do play along. It just means that you won't be able to come first. Yeah, um, but we do encourage you all to play along at home. Uh, what else? If you are our Quiz Arena tournament winner, send an email to rushcutterentertainment at gmail.com and we will give you a code word to put in the comments underneath the video, in which case when you do that, uh, we will find out that you are not one of the body snatchers and we can confirm you that you're not a bot and then we can send you out your code or get your address to send you out your prize or whatever. Uh, And then that will hopefully all be good. You'll have five working days to do that. Uh, and yeah, that'll, that'll be all well and good. Like I mentioned before as well, this, uh, Quiz Arena Live is not affiliated with YouTube and the quiz is all us, so please do send any love, questions, uh, queries, complaints to rushcutterentertainment at gmail.com. Beautiful stuff. I think that's pretty much all I needed to say in there. Let's start off the, um, uh, thing. The timer. That's what it's called. The timer, so that we can give you guys just a little bit of time. So we've still got about one minute before we go into it. And we'll come back over here. 
and I'll bring it up onto our screen. So I just realized I should have put my background as Silent Hill after all those photos of my place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I love it. The Raccoon City is awesome. Yeah. Beautiful. Awesome. So we're going to play with a couple, yeah, new um, images in the background there too. So if there's anything you guys wanted to mention before we jump into our quiz, go for your life. Um. Well, actually, I do have something no. randomly useless for the day. Yeah. Um, everyone remembers Castaway? Uh, yeah. Wilson from Castaway was sold at auction today oh. and sold for over $420,000. Whoa. Whoa. I have four hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Um, the ball, Wilson. The ball, Wilson. Yeah. yeah. So, the the actual prop from the movie sold for um, I think it was, yeah, four hundred and twenty-one thousand or something. Jeez, so. that's insane. That's that's awesome. Um, but I think that a lot of people probably want that as memorabilia. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's go into our quiz arena live tournament. Play along at home. Great stuff. Still have about 10 seconds before we get into it there. Awesome stuff and should be some fun. So yeah, feel, feel free to play along uh, at home, out there in the chat, and of course our guests too. Um, point on for correct answer, point off for incorrect answer. So our first question is, which David Cronenberg movie was originally a project for Tim Burton? One, Videodrome, 1983. Two, The Fly, 1986. Three, Scanners, 1981. Four, Dead Ringers, 19. 88. This is going to be really bad. I know I wrote this question, but Jesus, do you think I can think of the answer? <laughs> I know. There's so many good ones down there. I I'm just picturing some of these as a Tim Burton version. Yeah, actually, I didn't even think of that. I'm just pleased to see Jeremy Irons is back in horror at the moment. He's working yes. currently with Tobin Bell. Oh, cool. Great. Ah, wasn't... No, it wasn't Tobin Bell. It was the Australian actor who played... Um... Zod, he was in Last Night at Soho. Mm. In Last Night in Soho, I think. I think. Sorry, it's photo. Anyway, yeah. let's let's go into it. Cameron, do you know what it could be? Or feel free I'm to talk. I'm gonna guess through. the fly, just because that seems like a hilarious concept. Nice. Yeah. It, yeah. I think that would be yeah probably the most out of all of those. I would want to see the Tim Burton the fly. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and Rihanna, do you remember? Yeah, I actually did. I typed into it as I gave it the fly. Nice. I don't think awesome. they do actually appear on that, so cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it will still appear. It just won't yeah. let you win, is what I've been told. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. So, in other words, enjoy your prize you'll receive. Yeah, well, at the moment, we're still tied 14 and 14 because, Cameron, you got that. Awesome. Um, that's not right. This is the right one. Which movie is often cited as being the best Hitchcock film Hitchcock ever made? One, Walk, Don't Run. Two, that touch of Mick. Three, Father Goose. Four, Charade. This one I do know. Nice. I'm, I'm kind of annoyed that Rebecca does. isn't up there. Yeah, the best Hitchcock film that Hitchcock never made. 
Hitchcock made Rebecca. It's um yeah, I'm talking about this one. Oh, it's a uh, oh, never fabulous, of course. fabulous Mr. Cary Grant. Mm. Oh, cool. So I, I mean, was going to say I... snakes in a plane. <laughs> <laughs> what do it you was think? The yoke, wasn't it? The yoke is. Just I, I think it's two. <laughs> you think it's two? I think it's four. Oh, you see, it's four charade. Awesome. Charade, yeah. charade, I don't know. Yeah, either way. Tomato, tomato, charade. let's call the whole thing gazpacho. <laughs> a charade, it's such a charade. It, it's the one I constantly hear mentioned the most, so I'm going with that. Nice. Nice, beautiful stuff. With Audrey Hepburn. Yes. Very cool. It's going to be interesting because you're both on 15 and it's sort of going up, like, you know, that... We're going to be seeing which one ends up coming down. Or we'll, we will play a, a D20 at the end of it, and we'll just... Whoever's the lowest one loses. Let fate decide. Yes. Who wrote the short story that Rear Window, 1954, was based on? One, James M. Kane. Two, Eleanor Leonard. Three, DeShiel Hammett. Four, Cornell Woolrich. Sorry if I butchered any of those names there as well. Just for the record, the only reason I put this question in was just to hear you pronounce those names. <laughs> How did I do? Do I get any Not points? Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah, I don't Elmore get points. <laughs> cool. Uh, I don't know what any of these would be, but like, I do love these, especially when people make references to the origins of this. Like, everyone knows, like you know, uh, the Jimmy Stewart and everything like that in Rear Window mm. and stuff. But very few people go. But it's based on this story by this person. Same as when yeah. we were talking about Rebecca and things like that too. Would you know, or are you leaning towards anything, uh, Cameron? I mean, honestly, I the the only name that even strikes out at me is the James M. Kane, and so I'm probably wrong. <laughs> cool. So you're well, they're all to... they're all authors. And yeah. It's just um. Yeah. It's they... just the wrong one. <laughs> it's just the wrong one. Nice. Awesome. And of course, you got the right answer because of, of course you did. Uh, awesome. I, I've actually read the Rear Window short, so it um, it's actually really, really good. And I do highly recommend people find it. Awesome. Oh. Yeah, totally. Next question Which movie adaptation of a Stephen King novel features Bates High School? One, Salem's Lot. Two, Misery. Three, Christine. Four, Carrie. Awesome question. I, I, we were talking before about, what was it, Gatton? Which, of course... Uh, Cameron, do you know what Gatton's from? Children of the Corn. Sorry, you're in the middle oh, of the quiz. I yes. shouldn't be asking you right the fucking question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, so so when this came up, because I, I I'm instantly went, oh, it could be this or it could be this. So I, I love the way that your your brain does this tug of war in, in, in the head. So, very, very good question there. Um, I, I do that all the time, and it's it's got to be Carrie. It's a high school base. Mm, the Christine <laughs> also yeah. had a high school. I, I know, but it's just Carrie just sticks out so much for me. That... Cause that's, like, Actually, my... random, random fun fact, uh, Children of the Corn, um, John Franklin played Isaac. He was also Cousin mm. It in the Addams Family yes, movie. Yes, <laughs> yes awesome yeah. reference. So He's good. He's also a drama teacher too now. So. Yeah, um... He seems really, really cool. Like, uh, any interviews with him is awesome. Carrie was the answer. Warren, Yay. Saad, Alastair, Rhiannon, and Phil got it. Uh, you said Carrie, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Good. Awesome. Nicely done. How are we going with points? Ooh. 
So, ooh, Cameron, uh, only like three points between you, so nicely done. Um, which 1960s film starring Peter Cushing was based on real-life serial killers William Burke and William Hare? One, The Flesh and the Fiends. Two, The Doctor and the Devil. Three, The Body Snatcher. Four, Burke and Hare. Not Burke and Wills, the Australian film <laughs> with... Um, Oh, oh no, Kim Gidgel been... and who is the other guy? Kim Gidgel and who? Oh, but that was—I remember seeing that in school, and I was just like, "See, this is why we should watch films in school." Mm-hmm. Tragic story. Poor guy ended up like you know starting off by going, "Yeah, we're gonna go this like massive long trek," and then ran back like about 15 minutes into it to ask this girl to marry him she turned him down they just like sort of walked back with it but they had stupid unnecessary things like all of these spoons and shit yeah what would you be saying Cameron um I'm pretty sure it's the flesh and the fiends nice I'm pretty sure nice yeah. and the fiends. watch me be wrong (laughs) (laughs) nice you're correct sweet (laughs) nicely done Beautiful oh, stuff. Doctor and Devil is going to be my second guess on that. So yeah. Well, what wasn't the, wasn't there a film recently that was um, brought out with Andy Serkis and somebody else, and they were doing the same. It was the same character. I'm pretty sure it was Burke and Hare. Um, at least it was the same duo. It might have been a different yeah. name of the film. Question number six: Fleetwood Mac singer Stevie Nicks appeared in which season of American Horror Story? One: Hotel. Two: Cult. Three: Coven. For Asylum. Now, I've only seen Hotel. That's I the only haven't scene. seen any of it. Oh, actually, no, I, I saw Cult as well. Yeah, I haven't, I've un- I haven't seen the bottom two, so there's, there's a 50 and 50, um, mm. which I'd be already better going in. What about you, Cameron? I haven't watched any of American Horror Story, so mm. nice. it's pure stab in the dark for me. Piers, that some of our viewers have seen it, though. Warren Money, Alastair, McGee. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm literally just going to rip off their answer. Do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I, I'm Coven. pretty sure I, I can't remember. I feel like she wasn't in horror Hotel, but I feel like she could have been in Cult. Mm. Uh, and I haven't seen Coven or Asylum. But um, yeah, the main reason I saw Ho- Hotel was purely because of the H.H. H. Holmes reference. Um, mm. But yeah, awesome. So, which uh, one were you saying? I was saying Coven. Coven, awesome. And we'll find out what Rhiannon says because she's playing along. Oh, nice! Yay! Nicely done, you got it. Awesome stuff. And everyone got that right out there. Very, very well done. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> See, this is the round where, yeah, the help or hinder really does um, help us. Yeah. Yeah. Alistair McGee says he's guessed every answer. Oh, well, there's still Oof. three left to go. How many times is the word oh, sir geez. used in the movie A oh, Few God. Good Men from 1992? <laughs> One, 50 times. Two, 208 times. Three, 164 times. Or four, 127 times. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, this, and it's loads. Loads. Yeah, just loads. <laughs> A shit ton. Yeah. Um, I, wonder I what... actually watched this movie and counted just for this question. Really? Yes. <laughs> Whoa, okay. So, yeah. You've, you've literally got it all. You are the source for this. So, yeah, yeah, so I'm going to rip off your answer then. <laughs> yeah. Well, before she answers, so, what are you going to say? Have a, have a random I'll guess. Go. We'll see if you can steal it from the people out there. I'll go with three. <laughs> You're going with three. 
which was 164. Awesome. Do you remember what it was, Rhiannon? Yeah, 164. Oh, well, nicely the, the done! If you put that much effort into counting it, that's ingrained in your brain forever. Yeah, that's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, and we found Alistair's weakness! <laughs> uh, the answer was 164. Rhiannon, Warren, and Phil all got that. Very cool. So you actually watched the whole thing. Did you have, like, a ticker counter or thing? Or I do, yeah. That's what we were doing for the trick-or-treaters and stuff. Yes. I don't know how many we're going through. So good, like on the Haunted because Mansion, yeah. Because restrictions, I didn't know how many I could have in the garage at the time, so yeah. I was like, hmm, Awesome, question number eight. Which movie appeared in the Guinness Book of Records with the record for longest constant movie shot at 400 days? One, The Shining. Two, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Three, Eyes Wide Shut. Or four, A Clockwork Orange. Nice. So, all by the one director there. Mm -hmm. Nice. Longest constant movie shot. Mm. It's so it... hard. Like I want to put in the answer before the time time and times me out. <laughs> like... Yeah, you can put put it in that because we can't. I don't... Oh yeah, yeah, we can see it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> um, that's right. We're learning the flaws as it's going along. <laughs> yeah. I'll go with. <laughs> what are you gonna say? I'll go with eyes wide shut. I guess. Yeah, because because the one who wrote it said it nicely. Oh, actually, I just saw. Oh, three people have said it. Must be that. <laughs> okay, cool. That works out even better. Yeah. Nice. I think you are correct. Well, at least the person who wrote it put it in there, so I'm going to put it in there. Yes, nicely done. Alistair, Rhiannon, and Warren got that. Beautiful stuff. Nice line. Done. Eyes wide shut. Really interesting story as well. The book um, like, is all playing with his worry about her cheating on him when she's most likely not. And then at the end, That's sort of like... The beta test reminds me of Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, cool. Mm. Awesome. Another mm. great reason to see that. Our penultimate question. What is the date of death on William Billy Butcherson's tombstone in Hocus Pocus from 1995? One, May the 1st, 1693. Two, March 1st, 1672. Three, June 1st, 1694. Or four, April 1st, 1666. Cool. So many numbers there. Sorry, I had a, a bit of a brain fart when I had to go to... Now, question two. Um, beautiful. So, uh, Hocus Pocus. Um, Cameron, have you seen Hocus Pocus? I have. Hocus I... me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, I love it. It's it's great fun, yeah. and that song is always going to play in mind. What, what are you thinking? What, what comes to mind? Uh, I mean, the second I saw four, I'm like, oh, did they really do that, though, for the 666 thing for that? Or... Well... Um, well, I mean that date the the year has not um has more relation yeah. to something else rather than the devil or yeah. the devil or the I'll, I'll, of the beast. I'll go with 1672 I guess 1672 nice done yeah. awesome stuff and uh, Rhiannon, I feel like I feel like 1666 is just a bit too tongue in cheek nice <laughs> and it was <laughs> yes uh, yeah, 1666 was the year of Salem Witch Trials. Um, uh, so that's why I put it in there, because witches. Uh, witches yeah. be witching. Rhiannon, Elizabeth Irons, and Phil both got that one. Nicely done. Oh, yes. Good. Awesome stuff. Uh, so we're going up to our last question now. Which shock rocker was considered for the role of Dr. Vanicott in the 1999 remake of House on Haunted Hill? One, Marilyn Manson. Two, Iggy Pop. Three, David Bowie, or four, Alice Cooper. 
a nice rock question there um, that we could all get amongst because the person that they did end up giving this to was, I'm pretty sure I'm right by saying Jeremy Combs, who was the uh, reanimator. Yeah, Doctor. Jeffrey Combs, yeah. Yeah, Jeffrey Combs, yeah. Uh, may, uh, such a love for that performance of that guy. I love him in The Frighteners. Yes, yes, so Milton good. Milton Dammer's in The Frighteners. Yeah, I want to get him, Isaac, like a whole bunch of those actors all to be in a film where they're like, you know, the, the round table of villains. Uh, the super evil friends. Awesome. What are you thinking, Cameron? Um, oh, I feel like, I mean, Bowie is just charisma incarnate, so. Oh, dang, um, dang. <laughs> yeah, is it? Um, I would have loved to have seen Alice Cooper take that role. Oh, no, yeah. That's so good. Um, but I'll go with Iggy Pop, maybe. Iggy Pop, nicely done. I <laughs> don't oh, know. Last time I saw him on, on TV, I'm pretty sure it was an ad for insurance, so. <laughs> <laughs> I got Brian Maddox in my head now. <laughs> Nicely oh, it was done. Manson? It was Marilyn Manson, unfortunately. <laughs> so nicely done. Uh, Rhiannon got that one and Warren got that one. Uh, nicely done. Always good to see. Uh, David Bowie as well with the... Um, the um, oh, It's not Zool, Goza. The human yeah. form of Goza was supposed to be based on an idea of this androgynous being somewhat David Bowie, Ziggy Stardust, I guess, and was originally yeah. going to be cast as Pee Wee Herman, the guy who played Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> so that would have looked weird. Um, that really would have. Yeah, and so our winners are Warren Money with seven correct answers coming first. In second place, Alastair Maggie in second place, that's right, with five correct answers. In third place, K9 with one correct answer. And in fourth place, Sardazim with one correct answer. Congratulations, guys. You are our winner, Warren Money. So just confetti. Send us an email at rushcutterentertainment at gmail.com and we'll give you a keyword to put down in the comments below. In which case, then we will, once we see that, we will send you another email out in which we'll give you the code from Neon Design Signs. Neon Sign Designs, sorry. Uh, and so you'll be able to get your own custom sign designed. Uh, from them. They're an Australian-based company, so we're so glad to be having them on board. So congratulations to you out there. Yay! Wiggly arms! Uh, and fantastic work to our two uh, guests as well. Thank you so much. Oh, Jess, you, just before we do that, thank you to everybody else who's played as well. So good to see you. And yeah, Alistair, you would have noticed that sometimes it's better just to guess than not put anything in at all. Might as well guess it and go out of the way because it's all judged by on time, who answers first, and the most answers. So brilliantly done. Beautiful stuff. Uh, and uh, if we check our scores, we've got Cameron Dunn effects on 14 points. Wait, let's, ah. let's do a trust me. Wait, I, I, I'm not going to force this on you. I'm going to say to you, do you trust me, Cameron? With all my heart. Good. Let's try out a D20. We're going to select the D20. Now, this is how we're going to play it in the future. A 20-sided die comes up. You have a 1 in 20 chance. So you could make 20 points. But if you land on 0, or 1, sorry, if you land on 1, you don't... You lose all my one. points. Yeah, you lose all of them. So here we go. We're going <laughs> for 1 D20. Let's give it a throw. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so close. Oh. Whoa! Oh my god. Okay, I think we're gonna play that a little bit more often now. One, two, three, oh. four, five. Nicely done. So our closing scores now have it with Cameron Yay. done with 19 points and Rihanna Elizabeth Irons at 21 points. Nicely <laughs> done! I like that. That was good. That oh. made my heart when race. it was sitting there at that one, my heart was like leaping <laughs> out of my throat. Because <laughs> my choices were do I have a real I've got the real dice here, but I was like too much dodgy shit. I've got to set up another camera. I, uh, yeah. If the digital thing does it pretty good, it's I'm happy with that. 
Cause, yeah. I mean, just for the suspense alone, I think you should keep it now. <laughs> totally, totally. Sweet. Awesome. So, yes, fantastic. Um, so, thank you so much for coming back, Cameron. It's been uh, an absolute pleasure to have you back. Absolute pleasure Again, to be Again, you on. know your stuff, and it was so good there to see you utilizing those points. Yes, take it from the, the people, the comments out there as well. And also <laughs> from Ran Elizabeth Irons, who's definitely been helping me out with a lot of her... Um, horror movie knowledge. So, Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons, thank you so much. And of course, you have upheld your crown, your tiara, whatever it was, and yes. you are still our reigning champ. <laughs> oh, thank you, sweetie. You know I'm always available to play. Oh, yeah. No, we'd love to have you on. I'm sure we're going to be roping you in a lot of a lot of times in the future. And Cameron, too, as well. We'll be more yes. than happy to have yeah. you. So, um, I, I love it, the camaraderie, and again, and, and anyone that we can have libations with. I was going to say share libations yep. with. Yeah, well, Cameron owes me porridge after last week, so yeah. I literally did walk into the pantry and tossed it. Yeah. Was, oh, that's brilliant. I was going to bring out my bruise wheel and I was going to like do a quick, like, you know, he, here's how to make a simple bruise or something like that. But I thought, yeah, now people are going to start going, retching. Yeah. So probably best not to. Um, Only if, like, you ended up adding pus or something to it. Then, you know, yes, the dry retching. But a bruise, no. Bruises are fine. Well, we, I mean, for a quick can. cheap one, you use Vaseline. But um. yeah, now one of the, the Necronomicons <laughs> that I have, um, I've got it because uh, I, I I was trying to find blood, like you know, at butchers I have pigs' blood and stuff like that because mm. when it dries, you get that iron coagulation. You know, it, yeah. it's very different from any anything else that you can get as makeup. So mm -hmm. I was trying to buy it and asking all the butchers, where can I get blood? Uh, couldn't find it, but. Um, with doing that, I, I did the whole coffee ground and made up that whole mixture stuff, but left it there for like a week, and it started yeah. to rot, and it got the like you know the bacteria growing on it. And when I took it out, it has that awesome veininess to it. So there's it's so, so cool, many cool right? yeah. things, yeah, um, with, with bacteria and stuff like that too. Uh, and it came out actually with a really nice sort of lacquer gloss, so it was very very cool. Mm. Um, sweet, we're so glad to have everybody else out there. We've had. Um, New players as well, Alastair, Maggie. We had uh, Azim uh, coming back. Uh, Sad Azim coming back. We had as well a returning um, players of K9. Phil Robinson, always good to see you. Warren Money, always good to see you. And uh, Rob Woods joining us there. And uh, on the opportune night too that he got to see his own face in a pop quiz with Hot Shorts. So it's very fun. Uh, so yeah, well, it's about 10 o'clock. So probably best, a good time to to say an adieu, but just before we do, I do like to do a quick little teaser, and I couldn't do it last week because some idiot kept having a smoke going off in the background. So, <laughs> this week, uh, we're going to do a quick jump to, and I'm going to just quickly think of the ones I'm going to take it to. I might do chicken or egg, and I might do monster mashups, maybe. Spicks and specs. No, D20, okay. Um, so, no chicken. No, we, I'm going to do chicken or egg because we haven't done the... the that in a teaser yet. So chicken or egg, um, Spicks and Specs and D20. Okay, let's see. If you tune into the Quiz Arena every Thursday night at 7.30, you can play fantastic games along with fantastic guests. Fantastic and fantastic. Flip those around and you get a fondue. And that fondue is fun to do with guests. Guests like Rhiannon Elizabeth Iron. Say hello, Rhiannon! Hello, my darling. And, of course, Cameron Dunn. Say hello, Cameron. How are you? Howdy, howdy. How you all doing? <laughs> yes, here on the Quiz Arena Live, where you get to play fantastic new games as well, like chicken or egg. Oh, which come first, the chicken or the egg? The chicken or the egg? 
that's too gross for you, at least the sound effects might be, we've also got a new one which is called D20. And apparently the, the graphics card just really doesn't like that stinger. Um, but you should, because that's a lot of fun, because we found out tonight how much points that we can get from that alone, and the suspense. But of course we've got Spicks and Specs. Lots of game choices and lots of fun to have, and me being frozen in that, that face. That face, ladies and gentlemen. That's a face, isn't it? Oh. Yes! <laughs> That's the face I wasn't saying, like, sure whether that was just on my end or not. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's annoying because I'm looking at the screen, I'm not looking at what my face is doing. I assume it's just doing the right thing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let me just get my other camera up here because I was literally just going to do an outro and then we were going to be it. So, I'm going to take Happy it off now. I'm going to let you guys talk for a second. There we go. Oh, oh. oh my God. That is absolutely glorious. So, uh, yeah, Love maybe. Of, there... of all facial expressions for that too. That was just, that was beautiful. It's it's my Kenneth Williams nose. <laughs> yeah, that must have been it. That must Very have exactly been it. <laughs> it was the reaction to the egg. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It came back. Yeah, that's it. It was the egg. Yeah. <laughs> I think Phil's got a the brown note. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Okay, come on now, reconnect. Oh. <laughs> and this is why I say hilarity and hijinks and shoe on the show. <laughs> exactly. I'd love to say that it was all like, you know, above board, but you know, I just it's one person doing everything here, so I apologize. Well, not not anymore. Now we've got Rhianne Elizabeth Irons doing the, the questions, so yes! Awesome. Yay. There's, like, sanity somewhere in this, this game. Um, <laughs> I should have used this camera instead because it, it makes the sign look a hell of a lot better. Um, mm. Beautiful. sign looks amazing, though. It does yeah, look cool. It does look awesome. It's very, very cool. And you can get your own sign uh, thanks to Neon Sign Designs. So that was our little um, teaser, which sort of fucked up at the end there, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, all good to see uh, my references to Kenneth Williams. Um, unless there's anything you guys wanted to say just before we do a bow out? Um, no, no, you can check out my stuff on Instagram at um, Cameron Dunn Effects. Um, you can also check out on my um, on my website, uh, bloodguyeffects.com. You can see some of my work there and, um, yeah, have a look. <laughs> nice. And peruse his wares. Yes. What about you, Rhiannon? <laughs> Oh, if you like horror and if you like erotica, then definitely check me out on Instagram. Ooh, who could not like horror and erotic together? I mean, erotic horror. Horotic? Her no, I've only ever yes. combined them once before and it terrified people. So I'm like, yeah. okay, we'll, we'll keep them separate again. Yeah. Oh, no, that sounds right up my alley. <laughs> I think you could do something like on a scare attraction sort of thing where it's that sort of like, you know, 
uh, what is it, meta subconscious psychological? Well, horror. actually, oh. now that you bring that up, Movie World did because they do mazes every year for Fright Night, and in the last year that we were able to go, which was 2019, they did a maze called House of Cain that, quite frankly, looks like something that would be in my mind. So, yeah. um, <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, def- definitely right up my alley. I didn't know whether to be scared or to join in. So um. yeah, no, but that's it. Even when like, I remember watching that Rocky Horror thing, and people said that someone brought up shock treatment, and they said uh, mm. the shock treatment completely lacks sex. I don't think it does. I think it's mm. suppressed, and I think it's it, it, it about the medium of the whole. No, we're on TV. Like you know, it's very much sex is everywhere, but it's not. Like Bert Schnick, he's a blind guy who is peeping, to- like. The reason he plays up the old blind thing is so that he can look at women naked in the shower. Um, anyway, uh, I personally love that. But also, we mentioned Repo, the generic opera. I mean, sex and horror mm-hmm. definitely go together because it's that's taboo. It's it's the closest yeah. area to the the Ouroboros eating its own tail. It's like that area that a lot of people don't want to go near. And because, like you know, the outlet through horror gives them that ability, a lot of people absorb into it. So as long as we're safe and and well, yes, Warren Money, you love shock treatments, so good. <laughs> The amount of times I've been wanting to come on here and do a Farley Flavors, um, <laughs> or oh, why aren't they doing... Anyway, um, uh, maybe next It's kind time. of hard not to break in a song. Um. It's so hard, yeah. We'll, we'll definitely be getting some sort of game that oh, we'll be doing God. some musicals. Uh, on, on you can there. just say it now, the next special event, Quiz Arena the Musical. Yes. No, oh, that's it. I yes. Wanna, I want to do a shock treatment or, or a double feature in, in like the cinemas with everyone doing all of the throwing shit at people. Um <laughs> Yeah, I think that'd be a lot of fun. And do it like a, a live stream so we can say, ah, let's look at all the plebs. <laughs> um, cool. Awesome. Oh, careful, Pikelet. Well, I guess that'd probably be the best place to wrap it all up with. Thank you guys so much for coming along again. Uh, oh, even at last night, always so good to have you guys along. And I'll be definitely wrapping you in in the future. So thank you again. Oh, you're most welcome, sweetie. I'm only ever a call away. Oh, beautiful. Oh, that kind of call. Hold on. Okay, it's just arrived. Yeah. <laughs> if not, I've got a carrier pigeon. It's you. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. And thank you, Cameron, too. Ah, oh, absolute pleasure, mate. Awesome stuff. Sweet. Well, and without further ado, it's uh, that time, ladies and gentlemen. Let's say a see you later and a fond farewell and adieu to you and you and you and you. And we will wish you all the happiness and fond farewells that the week will bring you. And we hope to see you same bat time, same bat channel, here on the Quiz Arena next week. Bye, guys. <laughs> now, Pikelet, I'm going to strap something to you.